Hey, where are the white women at? But how did he get down to his underwear that fast? We'll just have to take these pants off so that I can take a closer look. Still others evolved so much, they don't even need to wear pants. <laughs> Cartoon Casual episode. Nope, not gonna say it. Nope, we're, I don't think we'll ever figure out exactly what episode we're on. I don't like numbers anyway. Numbers are stupid. Good They're thing hard. you can work on airplanes. Do you use numbers for the airplanes? Nope. What kind of glue do you use on airplanes? Well, um, usually it's airplane glue. Do you ever use like any other kind of glue? There are, um, you can kind of get away with it. Elmer's. Yeah, we don't call it Elmer's. Interesting note. Do you know why Elmer's uh, Elmer's glue that like the mascot on it is a is a cow? Hold on. I if I had long enough, I could remember this because I have heard this. Someone's wife was white. Wow. <laughs> All, all of a sudden, welcome the, back to Fresh the, Air with Harry Gross. And the glue is white. I know that's not it, but I. It has to do with. Tell me the story. I know the story. It's ground up hooves. It's ground up hooves from the and connective tissue. Okay, what's Elmer's? Elmer was the name of the cow. Somebody's cow. Oh, it actually was the name of the cow. Yeah, I think it was just the name of the cow. Oh, I thought it was. It has cows in it. I thought that was a better story than that. Cow, cow. No, I kind of know that. But I, I thought it was. I thought there was a more to the story. I think there might be more to the story. The glue factory. Uh, there, there might be more to the story. I I, I'm not doubting your your. Oh, I think it's a conspiracy. No, I know it might. It might be. It's good that we're in Kingman then, because there's a lot of conspiracies here. Yeah, we've been we've been we were discussing that before we started recording. Um, some of the ones I have heard around here is uh, they 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 start off very completely inane of you know. Uh, that Timothy McVeigh actually murdered people uh, around here before he went on to, you know, blow up. Well, he did murder the, people the, eventually. He did eventually murder people in uh, Oklahoma. Uh-huh. Uh, but that, you know, they're the, the, like, of course, people knew Kingman, Arizona for like several reasons. And one of the big ones was, for years was Timothy McVeigh. Yay. Ex- yay. Go Kingman. <laughs> Except he was only here. Like, I don't even think he lived around here for more than a year. If it was even a full year, and it wasn't the place somewhere in Golden Valley that he? Yeah, was he was out in Golden Valley, which just goes to show so it should you should be Golden you know, Valley. Yeah, they, really, they should have that right across to bear. Uh, but the, there's there was a I remember hearing rumors when I was a because I moved out here when I was 16. It was only when was the Oklahoma City bombing? Bombing was it 93? Um, 93, 94, something like that. Um, regardless, it sure. was it was very no, that's about right. recent. It was very it was when the, within five years of when I moved out here. It was when, you know within five when years grunge of when that was, happened. Grunge was really rolling. Yes, I think grunge is what set him off. I mean, yeah, he was, I, li- I like. He, the well, he's pissed movement. off that uh, his cock rockers no longer had a career, and I'm. Do you think he um, listened to grunge when he was tinkering? I doubt it. I, he what he, do you think he listened to Abba. There, there's there's a, there's your problem. There's your problem right there. People you, were looking through his. His uh, stuff out there in Golden Valley, going through his CDs, just and Europe, found a lot of ABBA. A lot of ABBA. They're like, wow, this guy's sick. What a sick fuck. Yeah. And I probably listened to a lot of ICP or something like that. Yeah. Uh, 
that was one of the that that one's one of the more like you can't prove because they, they, they talked about i remember in kids in high school talking about how oh yeah he was a murderer what yes i know that he blew up a bunch of people no no, no he killed people around here uh-huh. he, he was a killer for hire that's a i think that was part of the part of the rumor conspiracy theory and so, the government you covered it up and didn't want to talk about it because are there a bunch of un or open cases around that time or something i like? have no idea now that i think about it i, I never really tried to substantiate I people, it i can ask you should ask you should find out um ufos yeah well he he was here because he's part of the ufo clan mm, clan it is a clan I clandestine Oh, clandestine. Oh, oh wow. Well I am from done. the clandestine Aye. clan. Which clan are you from? Clandestine. Oh, That's, I bet that hasn't been said before. Mm, I'm pretty sure not. Uh, I was considering about Timothy. Oh, I heard, was it you that told me this, that after he um, blew up the people, they came, they did some research, they came back here. And is it is it not true? Were you saying this? We talked about this before, that, the, that there were a lot of government vehicles Hanging out I, in Kingman, and I, I don't know. I can't remember if I mentioned it on the podcast or not. It might have been when uh, Jeremiah was on, uh, but I know, yes, when I and for years after, uh, probably ten years, there was a huge presence. There was already a big presence in this area because uh, of of DEA. Of, so you had a lot of feds in this mm-hmm. area already because of the meth production and all that that was going on. Still, somewhat going on, but not. Uh, not as much as it used to be. It used to be really, really fucking bad, and it's not so much anymore. Um, the you see, I already had the DEA here. Well, then when McVeigh and 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 Terry T- Terry Shivo, wow, <laughs> probably not comatose Terry Shivo. Poor Terry. Terry. Shivo. Rest in peace, Terry Shivo. And Timothy McVeigh. Terry Nichols, maybe. Terry Nichols. Probably oh, not. That's what it was. Oh, welcome back to Fresh Air with Terry Gross. <laughs> Terry, Again, it was Terry this, Gross. Poor Terry Gross. She was kind of busy. I Man, like Terry blind. Gross. No, she's kind of. Is she cute? She has a nice voice. I have no idea. She's getting a little older, probably. Who cares? She's great. If she has a great voice, you just shut your eyes and let her talk to she you. Does yeah. Oh yeah. Talk so, about. I have to. I have to tell this somebody this. <laughs> so this morning, I get in my truck, and me and the spawn went to breakfast before she went to her. Uh, oh yeah, Polling that. training thing. We went to Rutherford's. And uh, and had some breakfast. And on the way there, how was Weatherford's? Oh, it was delicious. It was great. It was great. Okay, Portia nice. discovered uh, she discovered chorizo gravy. Oh, oh god! And she just went nuts. She, I, I told her what I always get there, and she goes, "Yep, yeah, that exact same thing." Okay. So the waitress walks up. She's like, "Oh, you're gonna have the special, it's, it's Joe?" I said, "Yeah," and she's gonna have the exact same thing. And she goes, "Extra crispy hash browns, eggs with cheese, chorizo biscuits and gravy." Yep, exact same thing. And she goes, sweetie, that's what you, you sure you want that? And she's like, yeah. And just kind of gave her this look like. Because what? I'm saying kids her normal age would she's have like si- She's toast. 16 and she's like, I want some French toast, but can you make it with fat free? She's like, no, right. I need extra fucking gluten and extra right. goddamn bacon grease, please. Throw the desert highlights on it. Yes, yeah, thank you. All, all the good shit. Right. Anyway, uh, on the way there, I'm listening to NPR like I do early in the morning. And... I got to hear something I never thought I would ever hear. I got to hear on broadcast, FM radio, one of the talk the talk radio people say the word pussy, and it was amazing. Because of Trump? No. Oh. Even better than that. Well, kind of roundabout because of Trump, but not because of picking anybody up by the pussy. Um <laughs> Or with their or whatever it is exactly that, that what asshole. Said, but that's close. What enough. what did he say? He said you don't grab them by grab them. You, you just gotta grab pick them up by the 
Yeah, he said grab him by the. It was, but it was the sure. the Russian art collective band Pussy Riot. Oh, them. yeah, sure. Yeah, they actually yeah. have a an album that comes out I think next week that has a. Um, oh, isn't one it's of them a song jail or some shit? No, they're all out. They all got like they all, they all, got, a- they all got released. There's tons and tons of pressure from like the UN and like that, 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 and Putin's like whatever. I don't fucking yeah. these chicks are kind of hot. You and, may go, you know, whatever. Now. You may go now. Yeah. Okay. And so, uh, yeah, Stalin Jr. My dad called him Stalin Jr. the other day and I almost fucking died laughing. Uh, yeah, so they have a Pussy Riot has a new song out and they were in, they were interviewing one of the women from Pussy Riot. And to hear the word Pussy Riot or on words NPR. Pussy Riot on NPR about 15 times in the 20 <laughs> minutes it took me to get to Rutherford's was amazing. And they have a, a single that they play a little bit of it. And it's actually, it's kind of weird electronica kind of dancey kind of stuff, but it's the name of the song is make America great again. Oh my God. <laughs> and, and they're just kind of making fun of Donald Trump and it's amazing and it's brilliant. And I absolutely love it. I actually don't mind the thought of making America great again. Or making it better than it is at the moment. Constantly improving. It should be this, making America better than it is at the moment. That would be an okay one. That, but there are certain I don't know, ways can you that fit I that would, on a hat? I, there are certain ways that I would do it. Probably wouldn't be some of the ways that are being suggested. You sure you don't want to build a wall? Charge somebody nope. else for it? No. Nope. 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 Not interested in that. I, I think that's that's not even... Uh, that's a non-issue. There are, there's, yeah, it's just not... We're probably not going to go down that road, but it just, yeah. No, I, but, but I don't have a problem with, because uh, I've got some issues with America and kind of the way things are, but I don't want to go down this political road. What are we talking the, about? So Pussy we're, Riot. We're post, oh, pussy I, have a, I have a question. I, I, got to hear, I got to hear them say Pussy repeatedly. Uh, who was, was on, it Terry Gross? It wasn't Terry Gross. It was uh, it was the guy, I, I cannot remember his name. Imagine if you heard Terry Gross say If I Lord heard Terry pussy, Gross say... You would sample that, wouldn't you? And you I, would probably keep that... Constantly. At a, yeah, abso- absolutely. A little doom, doom, doom. It, just repeat, pussy, repeat, pussy, repeat pussy, 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 over and over and over again. Yeah. Although, you know, when the Trump pussy thing happened, Trump pussy, <laughs> so, that sounds so terrible. But oh when that God, whole thing went down, was that last week or week before last year? Sure. When that when that went down, you know, uh, I saw clips of, of people talking about it on CNN and, and just quoting, like, quoting him sure. directly on, on national television using the word pussy. And I was like, I wish George Carlin was alive. I really do. Yeah, he I really just do. missed it. He really he, did. He, was, he knew it was going down the whatever road, but I don't think he saw this sh- offshoot. I think he would have had a fucking stroke or a heart attack or all of the, all of the yeah. above if he would have been alive to see Trump and Hillary and like in this race. I think Carlin would have lost his mind. Mostly what I do, I mean, I hear all the, we all hear the news, what's going on, and we, we are aware of it, if you're reasonably aware of anything. But I don't, I don't really, I don't let any of it sink too deeply in with me because it's, it's there. And I got you got your crap to do, and you've got your daughter, and I've got my business, and we're doing our stuff. So I don't, I'm not saying I ignore it. I know it's there, but it's like it's part of um, and the environment that exists that you can't really change. Mm-hmm. So it's well, I, there. I it feel is. like you're looking at the, the 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 two main party candidates, and and they're kind of a product of the system. I think mm-hmm. we're reaching peak stupidity when it comes to this and i mean the 
the founding fathers warned against that. Oh, they yeah. really did warn against it. And and, and people and I it's funny, I actually was talking about this with the with the spawn this morning. I was like, you follow this election at all? And she's like, No, not really. So not like not even a little bit. She goes, No, nah, I mean I hear some really horrible stuff that well, Trump she says. She's a couple years away from voting anyway. Right, exactly. So she has a good excuse. If she, no, she yeah. has a great excuse. And then I you know, I said, you know, she hasn't had a civics class class yet. She had social studies and all that. She understand how understands how the electoral college does this and how she understands the process. She just doesn't care that much mm-hmm. yet, but she does know that neither one of those, neither one of the main candidate candidates is, is worth a goddamn. Right. Um, she's like Hillary. She, the, the kid actually said something I thought was really uh, astute. And she goes, if, if Hillary gets elected, she's going to set women back 50 years. Okay. And I said, all right. I agree with you, but why? Like, why? Why do you believe that? And she just basically said she's not she's not working off of her strengths. She's working off of the gender she was born with. Right. Like, that's not she doesn't have like she may have she may have more political experience, but maybe that's not necessarily what you want. Yeah, I I think that I just happen to personally think that still that she's going to be the next president. It's so let me just run down that road right. a little bit. Having said or believing that, it's a shame that our first woman is going to be her. I agree with you 100%. Yeah. That's, and that's, that's, there's. Yay, it's a woman. Oh, it's her? Even, fuck, uh, what's her face? Uh, Cunnilingus Rice would have, <laughs> that's one. <laughs> I don't remember who I first heard say Cunnilingus Rice. That's but the first I time I've heard this. Fucking died laughing. I, I, I think it was from Chappelle's show. I think Charlie Murphy was like, Cunnilingus Rice. Who the fuck is Cunnilingus Rice? I don't know. That sounds like it should be on I'm pretty sure it was Charlie Murphy that said that. Uh, Anyway, um, I agree with you 100%. Like, there's there's so many other people, so many other women that would have been better. But, like, I kind of want to get away from... That whole first female president, first this, first that, like it. I want to get away. Yeah, it's overshadowed. From the black woman, whatever. I don't honestly. I'm getting to the point. I'm older than you are, but I could give a crap. Male, female, white, black, Hispanic, Japanese descendant, Hawaiian, Adirondack, or what are the Eskimos Adirondack? called? Eskimos are. Adirondack is a three-sided structure that one can camp on. And, what are the Eskimos and, called? Uh, Inuit. Inuit. I almost said some really bad <laughs> shit. I almost went down that road. The Adirondacks up there. The, hey! Inuit. The Inuit. <laughs> Those guys. They're not called... The Eskimos are not called that. The folks are just called Inuit. Es- apparently Eskimo is super... Eskimo is like saying colored. It's it's a very... It's a dated Where term. Where does the word Eskimo considered. come from? I have no idea. The pie. The pie. Clearly that's what it was. Eskimo <laughs> pies existed before... Mm-hmm. And... <laughs> The pie. See, actually, Eskimo <laughs> pies was originally Eskimo pies were just chocolate covered baby seals. Yeah, and the Inuits called it Eskimo pies. Like, what's they were tasty? They were. It was pie. For such horseshit. This is. I. I kind of want to know where that comes from. We Eskimo? might have to come back. We'll come back to you that on the Eskimo. I'll entertain the people. Um, I'll entertain the masses. <laughs> Let's anyway, get back to. But honestly, oh. no. It could be. I really don't. I think people can say this, and they don't really believe it. And but a lot of people do. I honestly could care less. Yeah, sure, it's cool. Black president, there he was. Uh, if Hillary Clinton makes it, fine. We just got bigger issues to. T- I just, I could, I don't care. Yeah, it doesn't. It's it to me. It's a non-issue. It, it's kind of like how I, I really, 
I, about the past eight years or so, 10 years that I even cared about it, I could not for the life of me figure out why same-sex marriages was still an issue. I couldn't figure it out. I just, yeah. I did, I, I, it, to me, it's, it's fucking embarrassing. I, I will say uh, this. Um, I, I have, I'm from Atlanta area and there's a lot of Atlanta boasts the highest or second highest gay population for a metropolitan city. Oh, really? They, okay. I don't know if that's still true, but they certainly tried to beat that into me when I was there, uh, you know, San Francisco being first. And then Atlanta. they beat it into you with their wieners in your face. It was constantly couldn't get around it. Driving to work, you know, you had to have your windows rolled up because the wieners were just like that, 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 that. Yeah, it was like you're in a OTP, IT, remember? Oh, yeah. Inside the perimeter, outside the perimeter. And if you were driving the second you got inside the perimeter, wieners everywhere. It was like driving through a car wash. It was like that, 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 that. Like cards and spokes of your bicycle. Oh, these are too stiff. I'm having trouble pedaling my bike. Oh, my God. So. Anyway. So. Where was I? I was talking about gay Atlanta. Why was I talking about gay? What was the, oh marriage? Yeah. So I have uh, a lot of female gay friends in Atlanta. A lot. Eh, whatever. Mm-hmm. We had this discussion a lot, and um, and I was kind of politically active in Atlanta for a while, and and for a while, this is God, this is back in the '90s or maybe late '80s, and I had a a problem with the term marriage, and she said this other good friend of mine back in Atlanta. Her name is Chelly. She's oh, everybody knows her. It's not a problem. That's a very unique name. Mm. So if you ever listen to this podcast, I'll let her talk about that. But it was like she goes, "You guys can have your damn word of marriage, right? As long as, as long as it was, if it's equal rights to all this other stuff." And I went, "All right, that sounds good to me." Because I was still, I thought, "Well, okay, I don't, you know." Because she explained to me like if you were dying and all these other things oh, yeah. that don't transfer, and I didn't really know any of this. It's a lot of little things that you don't realize that that they were being deprived of until it, the situation comes up. And you, you don't, don't think about it. it if you're not in a gay group or know someone that is that's going up again. I had no idea. And she goes, you can even keep the word. And after a while, I went, okay, we'll keep the word, and you guys can still do the same thing. And then some of these other, you know, Atlanta's, you know, rather conservative of the area, but I believe companies like Coca-Cola and some other big ones in Atlanta were starting to accept... Um, same sex sex couples for being covered for, in health for insurance benefits and, and stuff like, like that. that. Yeah, like the, I mean, the it was hospital. happening a while back. Yeah, it was happening a while back. So, um, and then later on, like now, I don't care at all. I'm single. Don't know if I'll ever be married, but sometime I don't know, maybe ten years ago, eight, nine, whatever. I don't even care if it's called marriage or not. I could care. And then after a while, I said, "How is it going to affect me?" Right. Honestly, how is it going to affect? Well, it's going to diminish marriage. Really? How about 52%? That's how many marriages yeah. end in divorce. Right. You know, like, let's talk about that. But the, and, that, and that's something I read a long time ago, too, that really just kind of rang true is that marriage, and this is something I actually learned at the first, uh, to, at Phoenix Pride, the first Pride Festival I ever went to with uh, uh, Bo and a few other, a uh, few other uh, gay friends of mine, and that marriage is a churchy term. That marriage should be, like, if you, you get together, uh, you know, guy and a girl, they get together and they decide they're going to get married. They do that in a church. But then the paperwork is not a marriage certificate. It's just the paperwork, as far as the government's concerned, and taxes and your uh, your, your death rights and things like that is a completely separate thing. Yep. It has nothing to do with your yep. relationship with your creator, your clergy, your pastor, whatever. It has nothing to do with that. So marriage is a church term, and that needs to stay as a church term and just revamp the whole thing. It's actually very simple. It would take, I, I, I read an article somewhere that said it would take take a couple years 
of paperwork to once the paperwork just to get rid of the the things that say marriage license and mm-hmm. put it on there uh what do they call it? union uh, uh civil right. union yeah. and so when you guy and a girl girl and a girl guy and a guy <clears throat> trans whatever whatever you may be you might identify as a fucking stop sign and you want to marry somebody who identifies as a stop light you guys go to a fucking you go to the counter and go can we have our civil union paperwork They're like yeah here you go and they ask you, are you related? No. Are you planning on having kids? Yeah, we want to. Okay. Da, da, da. Sign. You have two witnesses. You sign it. You're done. At that point, the the contract with the government or your it's contract with that it's person. A it's a that's contract. all it is. Yeah. And then and then do whatever the hell you want to do. If you want to get fucking married, if a priest is like, yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna marry you in the Catholic Church because you're two dudes. We don't believe in that. Okay. All right. All right. Well, we'll go to the pagan church or go whatever. It doesn't whatever. fucking matter. Yeah. Or it, or just go on about your business like people I've I have known. I, you know, I believe like, the way it started out too, someone can look this up or scream at their radio or have those, not the radio, whatever. How they, oh, we're listening to the podcast on the oh radio. God, yeah. Oh yeah, my God. Anyway. Welcome back to 88.9. <laughs> uh, KPGJ. We're all the, all the family now is huddled around there. The talk, the talk box. Talk, <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. After they've had supper. And like <laughs> next time. <laughs> And this is where I start going, and that's the rest of this story. Exactly. Now, anyway. I, be- I believe that it, it is true somewhere that the original tradition of marriage was uh, for economic reasons. I believe it's like you're gonna you're gonna marry this person. They're gonna swap lands and things like yeah, that. Yeah, and, Levit- and Levitical law, and you know, and and then but then it like didn't trickle the down to the common law. people eventually. I think, but it started of, out as it, money. It, it it really started off as as a way to establish. It's so like you'd have the guy that would go to the girl's parents and go, all right, I really like her and da 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 But in order for me to take take her off your hands, what's the dowry that you're going to give me? Right. That becomes your property. And I'm sorry to say, unfortunately, she kind of becomes his property right, too. That's the way it was. So it was yeah. a property transfer and you had a property contract. It was like a transfer of ownership. But even further back, it and, wasn't. I think it started out amongst royalty like we're talking big territories and other oh, countries and oh, stuff. Yeah, like yeah. we need to get some big old land and get some relationship going. And if you're going to marry the so-and-so, the princess of uh, Tawana Brawley. And uh, isn't Tawana Brawley somewhere in what Hungary? What the fuck is Tawana Brawley? I've, I have no you idea. Of, you're, you're a little young for Tawana Brawley. I am too. What the fuck are you talking Tawana about? Tawana Brawley was a... Um, oh, I'm going to fuck the shit out of this. Uh, Paul, we're on air. You can't say that. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, (laughs) It was a racist case, and I believe that... Oh, my God. I shouldn't have even said Tawana. I thought it was funny. Yeah, it was kind of funny. The queen of Tawana, the princess of Tawana Brawley... Yeah. ...had to do with who's the black commentator on MSNBC who kind of lost a lot of weight. He's been around forever. He's probably almost 70 years old now, and he used to be on MSNBC. Um... Oh my God! I have no idea who He's you're like talking about. He's like an attorney guy. He was a political figure. I know you know. You know Al oh Sharpton. My God. No, not Al it Sharpton. Al Sharpton. Was it Al Sharpton? It might have been Al Sharpton. Thanks. There was some racist thing that happened, probably in Boston or somewhere up there. Where <laughs> if Bill Burr ever <laughs> listens to this podcast, he will laugh hysterically because you just said probably Boston. <laughs> okay, go on. I'm gonna mess everything up here, but it was Good. Ha- had to do with. <laughs> with uh, I think the female black person's name was Tawana Brawley, and and she claimed, is this all one name or is it Tawana space Brawley? Brawley's the last name because I keep hearing you say Tawana Brawley, and I I, I, I assume it's too, wearing like a I think it's two okay. names Tawana Brawley Tawana Brawley okay. Tawana Brawley and on. I believe that she 
falsely accused a white guy of doing something to her or something happened. Okay. And then they it became this huge race stink friggin' thing and it was going on and on and then they found out that they all were lying about it. You know, that they all were so it never really happened kind of thing. She falsely accused, you know, to turn it was a big huge race issue. And I think Al Sharpton stepped in to try to solve the problem and come to her rescue and it was lasted for years. Did you look up Tawana Brawley? Yeah, I'm looking it up. And um and then it became it kind of blew up in the in the black liberals' face. Oh. Well, that's happened before at church's ass. <laughs> God damn it, dude! <laughs> Jesus Christ! Uh, later on, uh, Cartoon Casual podcast. When we go on our national tour, we're going to be burning down Baptist churches all over the South. Uh, we're going to come and see you in Houston, Austin, <laughs> Texarkana, lots of places in Mississippi, Pascagoula. So, so anyway, I think that's what it was. So I just thought of if you were a prince s in Tawana Bali, Hungary, and 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 then you were uh, you were a king and queen, and you had a son. They kind of almost forced these marriages. So they of would, course, they, right. they all had to do with big money, big lands, and I think that eventually just trickled down to the more commoner. You know, people had a little bit of money, and then finally, just the peasants could go. When we get married, yeah, let's go to the church, and the church got involved because we got to have. You got to have church involved. Got to have the church. Uh, they're going to have oh, you belong to this church and that church. When they have those little churchy people, when you mm-hmm. you go do the and have little kids, they're not going to belong to that church. And he did the finger in the uh, the fist vagina. <laughs> it made the mm, mm-hmm. you know that, mm-hmm. and and then you have more church kids, more church crap. So it's so bad. So, but spiritual, I don't have a problem with being people being spiritual or 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 you know becoming more. Self-examining. I've got no problem with any of this. No, just don't make me have to fucking pay for it. It's like we've talked about, and I, I kind of side with Louis C.K. and a lot churches of other. Churches should pay taxes. The churches should pay taxes, man. Like if you, if you're gonna be like, I, I don't understand where that comes from. Like I've never had anybody be able, that's been able to explain that to me. That's on the side of no churches need to be tax exempt. And this I've is never, a church separation church and state kind of thing big time this would be where it would come down to hey i think maybe that's why now that i think about yeah, it but you're maybe, allowing this the church i'm sorry you're allowing the church to be you're tax getting, exempt so that's kind of involving them in the government but it's the, but it's not just a church it's not one church it's all true. it's kind of all of them like the the um the it's kind of a made-up church but it, it kind of it's the, the native the well yeah that's def <laughs> that's definitely one that they're a huge one no the like the native american church i think is i think it's just called native american church there's one of the those. ones that take yeah they're because they're legally allowed to grow and and harvest and mean like consume peyote and huh i mean the totems not modems yeah, totems. Yeah, not Indi- no, not curry Indians. No, okay. casino Indians. Yeah, Native American. Yeah, like the Native American church. They have a church. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure it was started in the mid '60s, so the people, white people, could just get high. Yeah, and take peyote and uh, right. go into sweat lodges and shit like that. Hey, man. F- yeah. Whatever. whatever you want to do. That's fine. Whatever you want to do. But they they have tax exempt status, just like the Protestant church, the Mormons, whatever. My problem is, is that when you start using state resources that we all have to pay for to take care of those churches when they roads, catch fire. fire department. Yeah. Even the roads. A lot the of roads. thousands of people driving to the... Who's that guy that with the big goofy smile that every has millions of people watching him every morning now? Westboro Baptist Church. No. <laughs> Fred Phelps. He is a... Westboro parties have a huge following. I mean this guy that's on TV. Oh, uh, uh, oh God. Always oh. smiling. and now Joel just, Osteen. That guy. That guy. Now, how many cars go to... How many? How much road do they tear up going he's, in and out of... He's the devil himself. He might be. 
Joel Osteen is terrible. He's right. bad so for... So what I'm saying is yeah. how, how many things are they using? Yeah. Or get, the, that big-ass mega church that's in uh, that's uh, in Vegas right off of, uh, off, oh, off of the 515. Yeah. Have you seen that fucking thing? Oh, my thing? God. I, I took a wrong exit one time when they were getting in or out of whatever the hell they do in there. Oh, you're stuck in traffic, oh, I'm sure. Oh, my God. Yeah. That was the worst thing I or there's the, I mean, because they're, they're all, obviously, they're all over the South, a lot sure. of evangelicals, all over the Midwest. And then the touchdown Jesus, which is now they call footlong Jesus. You know, you, oh, the, yes. the, the statue that got struck by lightning. No. You think that you build this abomination. It's like, I'm not a churchy person, but God damn it. Like I know, God damn it. I know an abomination when I see one. Mm-hmm. And an abomination before God. That I mean, you build you take that church. That is this is not on the upon this rock is where I build my church. It doesn't say to build this monstrosity that holds 15,000 people right. and then build this humongous monument of Jesus, which turns you into an idolater. Let's talk about that. But then it gets struck by lightning. Struck by lightning. The fucking thing struck by lightning, mm-hmm. burned down. What do they do? Build it back only out of fiberglass this time instead of a metal frame. <laughs> oh, I can approve of that. Yeah, I'm sure. Well, yeah, you Maybe know. That contract right. would have been good to have. It would have been cool to have that contract. Wouldn't you love to have like a 150-foot-tall <laughs> Jesus torso, because sure. it's not the whole. It's not the whole Jesus. Oh, just the torso. He's, po- he's popping out of a uh, uh, like. It's not popping out of like a like a pond. It's like a reflection pool, and it's right next to. Yeah, it's from it's like like a quint thing just from a, Jaws. Yeah. When he got. It's definitely a quint thing from Jaws. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like the robot guy from Aliens, like that. that oh, same, yeah, same shit, man. Yeah, and that's and it used to be his hands were up in the air like he was like pro not pro straight but like he was, he was saying he's pro pro, he's probably saying pro, pro straight dad where are my legs pro straight pro straight is when you is you're no, pro, you, pro, you. pro uh pro pronate he's not pronating no pro, pro, prolapsing he's not prolapsing either <laughs> poor jesus Sorry, Jesus. Oh, my God. But it used to be hands oh up God. to the sky. It was like, Dad, where are my legs? Like that kind of expression popping out of this giant reflecting pool that's right next to I-75. It's just, it's like the south side of Dayton on okay. I-75. Okay. I, I, I can't remember. I want to say West Carrollton area, but it's not exactly that area. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it got struck by lightning, burned down. They rebuilt it a few years later. And now it's Jesus who's holding his hands out and it looks like he's measuring something a subway sandwich so they call him footlong jesus it used to be touchdown jesus because it looked <laughs> oh like oh my god it now used, it's footlong jesus. they called it touchdown jesus because his hands were up in the sky like touchdown that's funny and now it's right out front of him touchdown and or uh my uh, brother jesus. sean and i were headed down to uh down, down to pick up uh, the beer distributor we to pick up kegs for his um uh for his wedding reception and we drive past and i had to t- click a picture and and he goes, yeah, it's funny. It looks like you stand there going, where the fuck did all this water come from? Because he's standing in a <laughs> giant lake. <laughs> but, and but, then, of course, we talked about why, why. So why is he sinking in the lake? I thought Jesus could walk on water. Can Jesus swim or does he have to? Like, would he do so oh, recreationally? Huge question of this. This was a philosophy and physics. Philosophy, physics, metaphysics. <laughs> um, we were very hokey jokey. And uh, honestly, I believe if, if, there ha- if there was a God, and he, he was a vengeful God. He would have struck us down right then and there, and we did not. You know what we should get on our podcast? Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> David Snelling. Oh, my God. Why didn't we think about that? Well, I'm thinking I'm about fucking, it now. Yeah, no shit. He would be perfect for all this physics and Jesus talk. Absolutely. Especially, you see his post on Facebook? Yeah, I think it was yesterday. Well, he's like, every he, day. It's he, like, well, okay. he's, man, I've been, lately I've been getting into 
thermodynamics. Yes, I remember. So you're going to learn a lot about well, that. Well, I now. sent him. I sent him a link to uh, a paper that I wanted him to read. So you read this essay. It's something that made the rounds on the internet probably ten or fifteen years ago. And this uh, thermodynamics uh, professor asked, "Is hell exothermic or endothermic?" Oh boy. And this essay just kind of <laughs> proves that you know it's like well the current current thermodynamic law states that and it was this great answer in the essay but anyway yes Huey, that could be really he, good a really good idea um but if jesus were to let's just assume everything is what you know jesus existed and he's going to come back or let's just say he's been walking around let's just say here he comes let's say know. he's already back say he's here hanging around there's no way he would ever going to go yep this is how i thought it should be yeah, he goes, hey, that's a really I nice... I big church. That's perfect. That's exactly what I was thinking. That's, that's what I had in mind Oh, my God, look about. at that giant statue of my upper fucking torso. Yeah, like, and then what, and what about all the money? People say, we're going to get... Aren't you supposed to... What's the eye through the camel's... We talked about this, didn't we? Uh, yeah, you guys a rich guy stick a, your head up a butcher's ass. Right. No, it's so uh, you can't, rich people can't get into heaven. Effectively, what it's saying. It, it said uh, uh, the, rich, the rich can't get into heaven... A rich, it's easier a rich for man, a camel. It's easier for a camel to fit through the eye of a needle than a rich man right. to get to heaven. So there's yeah. a whole bunch of people that are going to church all the time that are just being hypocritical and knocking down the big money and trying to be screwing people over here and yeah. left, right, and center. And which is why, like, I, 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 I don't have a like we've talked about. We don't have. I don't have a problem with somebody being spiritual. I have no idea. I've got plenty of friends. Well, with them being wealthy, personally, either. Every yeah. single person I've met that goes to that that church downtown, uh, the Central Christian Church. Mm-hmm. Those guys are the real Christians that I that that I would that that I still want to associate with that are not because right. uh, I've always said I don't have a problem with Jesus. This is a problem with his fucking followers. Like it's, most of his followers are assholes. Right. They do shit like you know start the Catholic Church, right? Protestant Church, right? Lutherans, Mormons, right? Da, 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 and they they use it as a system of control. They oppress All people. Power. They they and, and they they hide behind this. Well, we've done a lot of good. No, you've done mostly fucking bad though. Well, why why can't you take your Bible and uh, and uh, just meet at someone's house if that's what you want to do and study it and and teach it and talk about it or go hiking up the Wallapies and uh, on a Sunday? Well, that's exactly how that church that that's downtown Kingman, the Central Christian. That's you know how that right. started. No, Bo Senna and a couple of his buddies did not like any of the churches around. They all have families here. They all have I their wives here. Town, I thought no. Well, yes, but I'll get to that. So okay. what they, they just kind of started having meetings in a house, okay. in a garage. And then it got to the point where it was like 40, 50 people, and it was just too much. And then I, I can't remember how they stumbled upon Central Christian. But Central Christian, I believe, is out of Henderson. And That's what I understand, yeah. They, and so they kind of just started getting sermons from them and reteaching the sermons. And so now I, I believe Bo's, a, a, I think he, I'm not sure if he is ordained, but I know he's an associate pastor. I know that's what he calls himself. And I think that's great because that's how it started. But it was very small, would do that. And now they just got to the point where there's so many like-minded people that they had to rent out a space. But do you think that's, could be, the, everything's possible, could be the beginnings of now it takes money to rent this space, and now we're going to have this function, and th- and it's going to be more money. Now we're going to yeah, people put some more. I mean, that's, I can that's see, that I can see that where like, like maybe you know when uh, was it uh, who started the Catholic Church allegedly John Bono. Pretty sure it wasn't fucking Bono. I think he hate doesn't he? <laughs> I, I forget where he is on the I site. It was Paul. He, I think yeah, I think it's Paul. I think it is Paul, I, uh, Apostle Paul. Paul. Was this guy that, upon this yeah. rock is where I yeah. right the uh, Saint. 
Yeah, St. Paul's Cathedral is built on his. What he, yeah. what he didn't hear at the time that was someone way far away said, how about this rock? And they didn't hear him. He just they didn't hear him. wouldn't have been in Rome at all. It would have been some... Yeah, it's like, oh, well, obviously it was destined by God. Nah, I think Romulus and Remus started that shit yeah. about 3,000 years before that. Yeah. Anyway, I it, that may have started off... It, it may be something like that. Maybe every single one of those offshoots started off as something that could have been good and then turned into something evil well but i i the, i maybe not in my lifetime or any other lifetime but that that group of folks that every single person i've talked to no i'm not saying that really, yeah. but but i understand what you're getting at you say, yeah, because totally they go, now we're gonna need to build let's build a place hey we got a little bit of money let's go here and then at some point someone is the head of that church right and there that's that automatically is whether they like it or not that's a power position right i mean they, they don't even, they might even be thinking about power mm-hmm. they probably don't you know, probably Maybe they're a reluctant leader. Maybe they're like, oh, we're going to vote. You're it. You go, I don't want to. That's why you're going to be it. Okay. Then they get there, maybe. And they maybe. go, oh, well, but it's kind of like the popes. There's been good popes and there's been bad popes. Right. Uh, there was, uh, uh, who do we got now? Benedict? Is that his name? Oh, my God. This really good guy. Was he Benedict? He's super cool. Why don't we know? Uh, and then the I guy. Go, yep, that's him. And then there was the Nazi pope. Yeah, he was there, around. Oh, yeah, he was, was bad. Good. He was just yeah. fucking bad. He looked like evil. He looked like. He looked like the uh, emperor from from Star Wars. He looked ev- pure fucking evil. Yeah, and he's like, well, you know, I was Nazi youth, but yeah, I had to. You know, I, I you, we all had to. It was just a thing we did. And then come to find out later on that, like, he helped push like push a bunch of scandals under the rug. And then he's like, all right, well, I'm gonna retire and go fuck little boys or whatever it is that he decided to do. And then you get, I think it is Benedict. I'm pretty sure Benedict is the is the new guy, yeah, and he's great. And it's so washing feet of. Poor people. Holy and, shit! And, and saying we're not going to take that vehicle or do this. You spend doesn't, less money. He doesn't sit on a giant uh, golden throne. Yeah. He, doesn't he doesn't wear the robes. Special shoes that everybody wore. Yeah, he had right, and he probably has Tom McCann's. I he has what? Tom McCann shoes. Tom, you know, Tom, Tom McCann, <laughs> <laughs> right? Because I'm sure he's shopping at the Laughlin fucking mall for. <laughs> huh. Well, he's like, you oh yes, you know what? We need to stop off in uh, Laughlin and go to Jeffrey Bean. Need to get me some shirts and some shoes. Well, they got a bigger runway there in Laughlin Bullhead now, so you can land the Pope. Oh, the, and you the, had to you had to squeeze it in. We're talking about the Pope. <laughs> talking about the Pope, and now somehow about somehow Paul right can talk about how the Kingman Airport fucking. I sucks. didn't say Kingman. I said the Bullhead Laughlin Airport uh-huh. can uh-huh. take the Pope. Oh, I can, bet you can, could take the Pope. <laughs> could you take all eleven inches of that Pope? Oh my God, the Pope. Wait, what's the foot long Jesus? Foot long. <laughs> 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 oh, the fucking foot long Jesus. Anyway, oh God. yeah, he wears like Clarks or some shit. Like he 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 wears the. He's just a he's just a good dude. He's what a the leader of clergy should be, but not Crocs. He wouldn't wear. Crocs. Oh man, if he, if he I don't know I don't know what would happen if he wore Crocs. It might fucking burst into flames. Yeah, my I don't know. You know, I haven't heard a lot about the Pope lately. I mean, not that well because we were talking about Trumps grabbing peoples in their parts in the hoo ha. Yeah, so I don't know what the Pope's up to. Does the Pope have a Twitter account? Should we follow the Pope? I, th- I think <laughs> I think he does actually. <laughs> I'm sure he does. Oh no, man! It's uh, Pope Francis. Uh-oh. Pope Benedict was the Nazi Pope. Yeah, see, so you got that one. Yeah, around. Pope Francis is the is the new dude. Yeah, Pope Benedict. I think I think was, I'm gonna follow uh, the Pope. You should follow the the Pope. Hey, what's, uh, up? what's up, Pope? Pope. We should invite the Pope to be in this podcast. Who knows? He might be a fan of Route 66, oh, Joe. Oh, Christ almighty. He, never, he might be into I it. doubt if he, the Pope would... It, do you think he even knows about Route he, 66? He would run a convertible Mustang in Chicago. 
and drive the whole thing by himself. No. Yep, in his Pope mobile. No, no, no. He's a Mustang. <laughs> we wouldn't want to put him in a in a sixty Corvette, right? We don't want to do that. No, that's God, just no. too. That's no. just too. No, that's not right. Bullshit. We can't do that. Well, I don't know. He's from uh, what is he from Argentina? I don't. I don't know an Argentinian. Car. You know, he's heard of Route sixty six. There's no question. Probably. When was the last time the Pope came to the States? Was it, that, was, uh, not, it was a couple years ago. Was it a couple years ago? And, and, and our Arizona guy was the only guy that said, I'm not going to watch the Pope in, in the... Uh, sorry, people. I had to get political, was too. It, was it the governor? No, 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 no. Oh, it, it was, was one a, of... Oh, Paul Gosser. Oh, that fucking asshole. Paul Gosser said, I'm not going to attend the Pope speaking at Congress. He was the only guy. He was the only representative... From that didn't do it. Like, why would you protest that? Like, especially that pope. Is it because it's, because, because it's too because liberal? I th- because I think he was actually talking about global warming and something about helping the planet. And then I think Paul Gosser is like, "Fuck global, global." I don't give. I'm not gonna go off the global warming. But that's right. That's what his point was. Well, Dow Darium, come in here and tell us about global warming and being an industrial nation. I I do remember that now, and it, it really it was more. Uh, it was like the like a, a kind of a. He was trying to rally all the the world, the Christians worldwide, or the Catholics worldwide, to um, uh, to be, you know, Jesus said to be a good steward of your environment, and sure. you guys aren't doing that, right? And why uh, not bring that up? Like, yeah, why not just talk, open the conversation? You know, we probably aren't doing as good as we should. Probably, we're, we're probably should. Yeah, we're, we we're, were we're on we it. were gifted this by the the you know God herself, and uh, we're After you guys are over the natives. Sh- fucking shitting all over it. Yeah, you what now? After we mowed over the natives when we got here, exactly. Look what. The Lord is is given unto us as we so, land on the shores of, well, the Bahamas first. Yeah, we kind of with the Vikings and Hispaniola. The, yeah, and then we went went around and Lance O Meadows that, is what it's called. That's yeah. up in uh, New. San Salvador. I proclaim this island. It's like I, but do you have a flag? But there were no, people we that were there. It's weird. There were people that were there, but yet we crazy how those people were on our land before we got there. They went, hey, look at that. Maverick said that. That Mel Gibson said that when he played Maverick. You know, yeah. remember the movie? Yes. Uh, he was hanging out. I can't believe there's engines all over our land. He said, yeah, it's crazy how those engines are on our land uh, before we got there. <laughs> I've always loved that commentary. I always thought that was per- that was that perfectly summed up how fucking awful white people were to the natives when they show yeah. up basically anywhere in the fucking world. Uh, I watched documentary yesterday about Eddie Aikau. There's a thirty for thirty on um, on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Eddie Aikau was. Uh, well, he's the first. It was one of the first surfing superstars, um, and he also was the very first lifeguard at Waimea Bay in Hawaii. In Hawaii, yeah, yeah. he's Hawaiian, uh, Hawaiian native, and they talk about the culture in there and how he was really just trying to push the culture and trying to do that. And then finally, he got fucking fed up. He he lost it. Like he was like the nicest guy in the fucking world. And he just he's he got finally in the like middle like the late sixties he just boop, fucking was ticked it. over and he was sick and tired of these haolis coming over from um uh from California and surfing Waimea and surfing their breaks and stuff and and not being good stewards of their environment and not doing that and uh, <coughs> bless you oh my god I'll edit that out later on yeah. I, what I'll do no is don't I'm, leave it in there I'm gonna I'm gonna edit out the sneeze but the oh my god I'm gonna leave that in there and okay. we're not even gonna talk about it anymore sure. Anyway, uh, he was talking about how they're, you know, they're not good students of the environment. And he just fucking lost it one night. Went down one evening after guys like, had been surfing killed, all day long. He didn't kill a bunch of people, but no. they beat the fuck out of some of these guys. 
and that's out, the, out of the California out of the California guys, and, was, and was it like a group. It was or just him. It, just it was by himself it was it was him and like seven or eight of his friends, and then they beat they beat the shit out of like three Cal the guys from California and one guy from Australia. And I mean, just walked right, like walked from the parking lot through the bush out to the fucking beach and just started wailing on these guys. No words, nothing said. During the middle of the day kind of thing? Mid evening, dusk. Okay. And then they finally, they kind of talked it over and like, you know, why are you doing it? Like the Australian guy, he, they interviewed him as part of the 30 for 30. The 30 for 30 is only like, I think it's like six months old. They interview this guy and he's like, yeah, I got my ass kicked by Eddie Icow and a... Oh, it was actually kind of nice. Uh, I like this scar right here. This is why when I smile, my one lip doesn't go over my teeth because I had to have six stitches because he beat the shit out of me. Wow. But we all learned a lesson that day. We didn't know. And after, like after they, after the they were kind of leaving initial garbage rage, and shit everywhere and stuff. Yeah, they were just, it, they're just being assholes. They were yeah. being party guys. It was this desolate area at that point in time. Sure. There's nothing out there in the North Shore. So what ended up happening was is that afterwards. Eddie and the rest of the guys ended up feeling bad because that's not what Hawaiian natives do. That's not what they do. They'll fight, but they're not supposed to. They, 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 these guys did not understand why these guys were so mad and beat the shit out of them. Took them in true Hawaiian fashion, I guess. Apparently, culturally, this is a thing to do. Defeat, Roast to the pig. You defeat, yeah, you defeat your opponent and then you go and fucking feed him. Have some poi and eat and some then, pig. And sit, yeah, and have some fucking kawa pork and fucking sit down and, and break bread, which makes perfect sense to me, I sure. guess. And then they explained to these guys, you don't understand what's happened to this island over the past 200 years. 200 years ago, everything was fine. Captain Cooks showed up here almost decimated the entire population over the course of 75 years. Got rid of our culture, got rid of our identity, forced us to do this, da, 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 da. all these fucking horrible things were done. Basically genocide. And you guys are kind of starting to do it all over again. Surfing is the one thing that we have left. That's it. It's the only thing that we have left over from a thousand years of culture. They hunks of wood, they would do their thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they did it. They, they were the only ones that did it. If you go, apparently, I did not know this, but if you go all over Polynesia and Melanesia. That's where it started? That's, yeah, the, almost all those cultures, they were afraid of the water. It was something to be feared. And the Hawaiians were the only ones that really, that rode the waves and did it for fun, that they did it for recreation. Okay. And they did it because they had, it wasn't because they were, it was because they were, they, they, they didn't see a difference between the ocean and themselves. They were all one part of yeah. one thing. A lot of the other cultures, because Hawaii, if you look, yeah, look on the map. goddamn hippies. Right? God damn it. Crazy how those people are, man. Right. We need to go in there and teach them about Christ. Mm -hmm. And then and make them cover up. Their show them what hangups are all about. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you guys don't have any hangups? Oh, we'll fix that. Oh, we'll fail. Oh, you guys, oh, the women walk around topless. They're all, nope. you guys just stand around and. You should be ashamed of that. Do wife swap? Okay. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no. No, oh, you're making baby Jesus cry. Yeah. Like, I can't even fucking imagine being alive at that time and thinking that that's okay. Like, how was that culturally okay? And where were all the people in history, like all the white people in history, that while all this shit was going on, where were the people that were going, hey, guys, this might not be cool? Right. Like, I where, I, they, where were they? I don't know. I, I have they, were no idea. they were very quiet. I, th I, everything was kind of driven by greed, and I think a lot of people were afraid of the church. That, I think that's the big thing. You know what they call this? They call, I don't agree with this term for me anyway, personally. They call this, 
isn't this true? They call us white guilt. They say it's you're guilty for being. I, I don't. I feel don't have. Guilty. Yeah, I don't have white guilt. I just I, like. I think it's historically reasonably accurate. Yeah, and and my, might as well what I believe to be accurate. You know, we've done a lot of good things too, obviously. But there's a whole. You know, there's all these different. Oh yeah, I don't everybody, have a guilt about it. We were all really, really. Oh, I've fucking, got to give my this away, do that away. I don't have a, It's not a guilt to me. Yeah, so. there's no. I definitely don't have any guilt over it. That's not. Yeah. It's not something I feel guilty for. It is something that I recognize that people that look like me and people that look like you did to people that look like them. Sure. And I and I recognize that, and it's noted, and I just kind of move on yeah. and and lead by example. I'm sorry that all that happened. I didn't do that. And mm-hmm. um, again, the guy we were talking about before we went on air was uh, Omri King. Uh, he he gets he get, he gets blasted all over the internet all the time by uh, black people saying that he's this racist and all this. He's like, I'm not fucking racist. And I'm also not pro-fucking slavery. What's wrong with you people? Right, and right. I'm not going to have white guilt because uh, about you guys five generations ago, your, your great-great-great-grandpappy was a slave. I'm, I don't have guilt over that. Right. You want to talk about slavery, let's talk about the first wave of slavery in North America, which was Irish people mm-hmm. in the yep. 1500s. Yeah, they were stolen from Ireland. 6,000 slaves brought over to through... North Carolina? Now, see, I believe this gets all the white supremacists all excited and like, oh, you're one of us, aren't you? When you say the word slave. Yeah, and then you start slav. talking. Yeah, it comes from, exactly. Right, they go, oh, yeah, woo, yeah, the, we were oppressed first. I'm like, okay, that's not No, nope, that's not where we were going with that. It's not, it happened, but that's not what I'm really going <coughs> to, yeah, everybody had a, so, right. their low points in history. Yeah. And everybody kind of, I, I talked about this with some German friends of mine in the gliding business, and she was reading some... American book. It was a slavery kind of very. I came with this ten years ago. It's a fairly popular book, and she's very well read about everything. And she she was asking questions about all this, and and uh, I said, yeah, we did this and did that and motor. She goes, really? She goes, honestly, unfortunately, most people, not all, but most people have run over some other people mm-hmm. somewhere in history, and it could have been in Hawaiian history a while back. There were some other. Groups that they were kind of pushed but, down a little bit or something. At least in Hawaiian culture, there's not because they didn't have a written language until about 250 years ago or so. So a lot of Hawaiian culture is just is is um for uh, is oral tradition, which is so we obviously don't really know. The, so we don't really know. But if you look at it geographically, the the islands starting from like Melanesia, like uh, or like from say the Philippines. The islands were settled from west to east, and Hawaii is the furthest mo- furthest east. Mm-hmm. Um, that they kind of made it, and they were seen as the best sailors, the best navigators, the best this, the best that, because they got there. They were everybody else was either dying off or the weaker people stayed. Like ah, we, we this island's just fine. We don't fucking need to keep going. And they're like mm-hmm. no, we want to find something better. And so that they're like the cream of the top, like cream of the crop, mm-hmm. just the absolute best. Which makes perfect sense if you look at it historically and geographically. Plus, it was the the last set of islands. It's kind of happened One of the in California. Last, everybody went west. And the, we got Silicon Valley and all the other high tech things all the, on the West Coast. Yeah, all those innovative things that happen. I there's, mean, granted, most of, there's a lot of shit back east too. But I mean, there's a whole lot of it on the West Coast. Right. It's kind of like the. Yeah, uh, I don't think that was an accident. Starting over from like starting from scratch and the 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 the, the hardy people that survived. Uh-huh. Uh, I had this one of the best teachers I ever had was uh, uh, Brett Sanders, Mr. Sanders. Still call him Mr. Sanders to this day, and uh, he entered into an agreement after he graduated from college that he teach uh, English in Japan for four years and they would wipe out his student loan debt. Awesome. Cool. And gave him a place to live. Oh. 
Wow. So he lives in Japan, learned Japanese, met a woman there, they got married, da, 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 and so he learned a lot about Japanese culture, obviously, because you have to kind of absorb it. So he was telling us that the reason why Japan shot past us technologically after World War II is that we still had factories that were using the same technology from the turn of the century, uh-huh. 50 years prior, where they didn't have anything because they were bombed to shit. Same yeah. thing goes in uh, like Berlin. Berlin was flat. Oh, yeah. They And then they created hills so the from Japanese the rubble. should be thanking the, us, j- really. Oh, yeah. I'm sure they thank <laughs> the shit out of us. They, no. But that's kind of what happened, though, right? We just... It, that's exactly what happened. Flattened them. It, and they had nothing. Flattened it. Because it wasn't just Nagasaki and Hiroshima. I mean, we're talking firebombing of Tokyo. I mean, all sorts of horrible shit was oh, done. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So they had to start over from scratch. All their factories were brand new using the latest technology. So instead of revamping or adding things onto the factories and the production ideals and whatnot, they had to start over from scratch. We were still manufacturing that. And I mean, granted, obviously we changed things and we saw, well, that's a better way to do it. But that's when you have... And, and, and then 20 years and, after that or 25 or somewhere, that's when Deming came along. Remember the Deming Award? And oh, yeah. The, oh, yeah. No, I still have it saved on my laptop. Where like no the, one listened to him here. And he went, oh, I'm going to go to Japan and see what's up over there. And they, he helped them oh, yeah. a lot, too. They listened to him. I forgot all about the Deming thing. And oh, now yeah. you look at successful companies and they'll, if they you read their, it, yeah, they'll yeah. talk about Deming. Or if they don't out, like come right out and say it, you can kind of, once you know those, what is it, the 12, eight rules? It's like eight, the yeah, eight, like cornerstone thing. I, I have that, that yeah. I have that document saved on my, yeah my laptop to just to read through every once in a while but it's a if you look at the like mission statement or whatever Mm -hmm. uh from certain successful companies you'll see that kind of verbiage in there and go oh yeah they're smart there are little offshoots of that but pretty much for the most part it's kind of like it if you follow the deming everybody wants to write a book and and then now we have a new management technique now but if you just go down to that if you just do that and didn't know anything else, your company would probably be very, very your I, manufacturing business especially be very, very absolutely. Successful. Yeah, anything, anything that takes that uses people to take raw materials and turn it into a finished product and then sell it, mm-hmm. it's that's perfect. I mean, that, that could be yeah. applied to anything. He got the highest, um, the highest civilian award that you can possibly get in Japan was given to Deming, the the, the their government, their whatever gave him whatever it's. You know, the Rice Ball Award, I think is what they call it. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. You took something. I it, know. It I was, just had to break it up a little bit. It no, just, no, it was great. No, I fucking love it. The the golden rice ball. I, I, oh, you're the rice ball. We give you, Mr. Demi, the rice ball award. No uh, outside of Japan ever got such award, but you, Mr. Deming, we give you golden rice ball award it's so unbelievably racist that i know the impersonation I, I, i'm going, not racist but i know you're not and that's did, whatever the award that's was what's fucking funny about it because you know who you remind me of nope uh jerry lewis jerry lewis was it jerry did was it jerry lewis that had the uh that did the glasses oh, and, and had the, the buck, buck teeth, teeth yeah, and, yeah he's like awesome <laughs> And like no, that's that's fucking that's offensive. But it man. was a big. It was they they kind of. If you could look back somewhere and 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 read the writings of the Japanese people, the government, the leaders of industry back then, they all go right to immediately. They they all of them kind of go. He saved us. He got us to compete. We he told us what to do, 
and we had nowhere else to go, and we followed every damn it, thing he said. Because it was like the early 60s, wasn't it? Well, I don't know when exactly. Early to mid 60s. I want to say. He came up with all this crap, and then the U.S. just said, fuck you. We're, this is America. We know how to build cars. Thanks a pant load, we, Deming. We fucking invented them, all right, Just dick. leave. Like, okay. Go somewhere. And he went, all right. And then the Japan started kicking the shit out of us with quality. It's called Total Quality Management. Is that what it is? T-Q-M? Total, uh, yeah, Total, Total Quality, quality management. management. Yeah. And then they said, thank you very much. And they, they he was God to the, he was like, did they have emperors? Weren't they like a god, like a, a god, a god, a, a See, I don't know if they're... I know I just enough to have a conversation and not share any goddamn knowledge. <laughs> you're such a fucking savage. And you're using hand signals and everything. I feel like I'm... I'm am I a Native American? You're the first white man to see me. Like, I feel like Sacagawea right now. Mm-hmm. Mm. Tall Tatanka. Man. No. no isn't I know what you're getting at. And I, I can't remember if the Japanese emperor was considered a, 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 a holy person. Or half like a, a god. Like, or or a demigod type something. of thing. Something. And I think they, they kind of almost put him there. I, I, I think I'm I think you're right. Almost positive, or if they or they wanted to, or they tried to, or I don't know. But he is the shit. He died like not too long ago. I really wanted to meet him. I remember when I first read about him. Oh, he's still alive. He's still he's an old fart. And I thought about I fantasized about meeting him. It took me a second to realize you're talking about Deming and not the Emperor of Japan. Oh, sorry. No, I wanted to meet Deming. He didn't die. Not that it was maybe 20 years ago, 15 years yeah. ago. I heard about him just before he passed away. And uh, I don't know, somewhere around there. Anyway, how we get off on Deming? I don't know. Do you want to take a break? I yeah, got, I got to pee. Yeah, Paul's, a spider. Paul's... I think a spider's calling at my leg, and I don't want to. I don't want to. Well, it's time to burn the hangar down. Yep. All right. Well, we'll be back with more cartoon casual and Paul being racist. So we'll be right back. <laughs> Joe, I think we're are we back? Yeah, we're back from our little break. I, I have to say, I, I I really I'm totally creeped out by being out here at night at the airport. Along with me, is that what the problem is? No, no, oh, no. Okay. I, right. I feel like I could probably take you. Yeah. No, it's uh, the <laughs> the the, the fucking noises. Like what? I, here's the thing, man. This is your place. Yeah. Well. Yeah. You've been out here at night a lot more than I have, and uh, whenever you say, what the fuck was that noise? That's my cue to walk back inside the hangar. That's exactly what happened just now. <laughs> but it doesn't, I, I don't know what that noise was. Yeah, I know. That's what freaks me out, because you should, you should know, oh, that's uh, the dingle hopper over at the such and such factory. They're making widgets, and they probably just dropped one on the ground. Yeah. You didn't say that. You said, what the fuck was that noise? When I say, what the fuck was that, I don't imagine a velociraptor coming in at you know warp eight and ripping our heads off. That's what you imagine? Like hey, a- man, you never know. There's a lot of weird shit that goes on out in the desert we don't know about. They did bury things out here. Hey, speaking of... Yeah. That's a story I'm that gonna I... I'm going to eat some peanuts. Is, I'm sorry. I've got to put something out. in my mouth. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Do it slower. Mm-hmm. Take that peanut. Mm. I remember reading uh, like regional ghost stories or some shit like that. I know there was like a, a book that my father had on the back of the toilet, you know, uh, that I remember reading. Uh, one of them was Place Names in Arizona and How They Were Named, which I've seen at Hastings. Rest in peace, Hastings. 
Um, but the, uh, the other one had to do with weird, uh, just ghost stories from, from Mojave County. And the one that always sticks out of my memory is right here behind the airport and, uh, in the, up in the music mountains, allegedly there's an area that, uh, people were known. And this is going back. Natives have stories about it and everything, uh, that people would walk through this one area of a Canyon and then just fall down and die. And they had a few white settlers go through there and they died too. And it, it, it it's called the edge have... of the Canyon, Joe. Mm-hmm. You, you walk. I bet most of this happened at no, night. No, no, this and is they like take one too many steps and they no, fall not, down. Not in the falling, canyon no, I realized, no, I realized, I realized that. No, this is walking gravity. down at the bottom of a rapid canyon. deceleration, rapid deceleration. <laughs> is that what you're talking about? Yeah, it's not the fall that kills you. Oh, it's, uh, no, it's, it's, people walking along through like a ravine or a canyon wash, whatever, and then just kind of keel over and die. And they find these people. So you mean between, you say between and, here and the music mountains? No, somewhere up in the music mountains, some canyon oh, so up, up, in the, in, up in the mountains. Oh, okay. All right. And um, I remember reading as part of the story was that uh, it, most, most modern folks have just kind of said, uh, they chalk it up to uh, some sort of uh, poisonous gas just kind of seeping out of the ground in such high concentration that people just become asphyxiated and, and then die. Uh, and animals, there's dead animals all over the place in one area. And I, some kind of a I, natural I, occurrence, a natural occurrence, yeah, sulfuric gas or something, who knows? some shit like that. Hmm. Could be a conspiracy theory. Could be, uh, you know, it's could be off gassing from a UFO that crashed a thousand years ago. You never know. Like, like a thousand years ago, Joe, it was in like um, 1947. No, I think the Roswell crash was in 47, right? Yeah, that was in 47. I think the quote Kingman crash was in like the early 50s, like 51 to, just Google all y'all, y'allans out there, can Google Kingman UFO crash, and it's like 1951 or two or something. Kingman UFO crash, and you know what, they sell a, um, some. there's some local author that put together UFO sightings and crashes in, in the Kingman area, and they Doonesbury, sell it at that Calico's, was it. it was, definitely it was Doonesbury. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know they sell it at Calico's downtown. The, like, oh, the UFO crash book? They yeah, really do? Yeah, absolutely. It's sitting right there on the counter. I, I've never known anybody that purchased one. And I've thumbed through it, You know, much to the disdain of people who think that they're going to sell me a $25 book mm-hmm. that is probably just a bunch of hogwash. But sure. uh, have you ever... Um, I think it was in the 50s, though, they, they say. Have you, you ever... Did you find it? Was it the 50s? Uh, no, I didn't. Oh, I did right. not Google it yet. Oh, uh, anyway. can't, can't talk and type. Can't well, do it. I'll, Try. I'll, I'll talk. See, I think it was in the 50s. There, it, as the story goes, that something happened, and then a bus came up from Phoenix where they blacked out the windows it, with a crew of people oh. that to came up, and they, and they had, to had them to have them investigate it. It was like scientists and people like that, and they didn't tell them where they were going, but it was a couple, three-hour drive outside of Phoenix with a blacked-out school bus to investigate the crash site. Which kind of goes along the lines of the folks that go up to Area 51 and the blacked-out windows on the... Sure, kind of Air, same airplanes, stuff like that. Yeah. So, um, and uh, which actually makes sense too in Arizona because they probably have a bunch of school buses left over because Arizona really doesn't value education in schools. So they probably had a bunch <laughs> of parked school buses uh, and just load the people up and drag them all over the goddamn place, and then we can investigate stupid crap. It's probably a Cessna one seventy two is what it was. You're just going off about aviation. I'm just saying it. that's probably what it was. May 20th, 1953. 53. Yep. May 20th. May 20th. It was, uh, 
there's all sorts of weird ties. I'm just reading this one article. Um, this guy was uh, one of the one of the guys that's the main proponent of it uh, originally. He's dead now, but of course he is, Joe. For, right? He the government lot. took care of him. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Never mind. He was 97 when he died. Name was Stancil. Last name was Stancil. That's not a real name. That's his Stancil. code name. Uh, he graduated from Ohio University. Go Bobcats. <laughs> Uh, in 1949, and was first employed by Air Material Command at Wright Patterson Air Force yeah, Base at Dayton, were from Ohio. So yeah, it's aviation. Mm-hmm. So why did he? Why was he involved? He uh, was considered. He was the, the primary investigator on it oh. because of rumors that he had heard working at Wright Patterson Air Force Base, which, as we all know, is where they keep the aliens from the Roswell crash. See? Now, have you ever heard so he the, took the aliens from here? <laughs> they. They, they, they were well. They're illegal immigrants, and that's what we do. <laughs> what if they were aliens from two different complete galaxies that came here, and then the aliens were still alive when they brought them to right Pat, and they had the other aliens there, and they were still really alive because we all know they probably were, and they saw each other, and they had like a cat fight. You know, they didn't even know they weren't the same. They just started duking it out too. It was like. Hey, can't we all just get along? And then he didn't because... And that's what it was. It was the U.S. military going, hey, guys, you guys should get along. And they're you like... You guys were not from here. You know, and they really were, didn't get along at all. And they didn't get along. They hated each other from different star systems, and they just yep. went at Fuck it. Fuck you. It was like a they're all very... these racist alien slurs. We couldn't tell what they were saying. <laughs> <laughs> we couldn't tell what they were saying. It's like, you disgusting Romulans. And they're like, ah, fuck you, Borg. You know, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's I'm sure that's exactly how that happened. And they killed each other. a fucking Borg slong, which is like saying, have a watermelon, darky. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wow. Maybe they were racist. Maybe they, they could. They, I'm sure racism exists in space. I have no sure, doubt. Sure, why minds. not? There's no reason why it shouldn't. I mean, I've seen racism in Star Trek and shit. Yep. Uh, that's how it's. That's. Ha- have you heard? Now, this that. is one of my favorite conspiracy theories is that the crash that happened on Roswell in 1947, mm-hmm. no aliens, they were dead, you know, they studied them biologically. Should but the, but the sound barrier in 1947. That's mm-hmm. interesting. So here's the, ah, see? Mm-hmm. So this, this, the, the, that, the, this theory, strain of theories, states that the r- crash in Roswell and the technology that we pulled from that uh, crash UFO right. is what, propelled us to the space the, 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 and not just space but just technology in general because it from 1947 we broke the sound barrier mm-hmm. what happened i mean over the next say 25 years what do we 1947 we hit 768 miles an hour at sure. sea level right seven, seven, whatever yeah that's around there right i don't know standard atmosphere and from pressure and temp- i don't know 1947 we went really fast in 1969 we landed on the moon well the germans got pretty Fast, they got close to the sound barrier. Yeah, that's cute. Diving down in the Batwing yeah. ME one six three. Wait, two six one six. ME one sixty three was the rocket uh, rocket, rocket. Yeah, so they, they were diving down, and they got about a thousand kilometers an hour. They said right, and uh, and but not quite. You didn't go. You know, they were starting to get some weird buffeting, but that's the best that they could do. But that was straight down. Spitz, not straight down, almost straight down. Spitz is that the guy's last name. Opitz. Opitz. Mike Opitz. Opitz. I yeah. think it was Opitz that got to the thousand kilometers an hour. I think it was I too, because I, I read up on that. You showed me the, the screenshot, and I'm always fascinated by the fucking people that you are friends with on Facebook. Yeah, it's kind of weird that are involved in aviation. The the one guy whose dad was like, you know, and developer and or not developer, but test pilot for the ME163. And coincidentally, I live in Kingman now, which is where the UFO crashed. Mm-hmm. I think you're part of the the. 
Conspiracy. Now, the, the, I, what? I, I, what? What? No. no, no I don't want to talk about it now because I don't want to get killed. There's weird noises out and, and outside yep. the hangar. Uh-uh. Now, I, I, I always like that theory because it's a convenient way of, of explaining uh, the huge leap in technology yeah, post-Roswell. That, that, that's when they have all the... the um, Transistors technology kind of got right, right, right around that right around same there. time. Bell yeah. Labs was starting to fuck yeah. around with stuff, and and you had uh, oh god, what's the 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 tech uh, EG and G mount the mound. Are you familiar with mound mound mound, mound mound technologies? Really, this sounds like I'm reading a, a Playboy or Penthouse magazine. Something about mound, not mound, not not like not Mons mound. Pubis, but I mean like <laughs> like like I'm talking about mound of. <laughs> I just remember watching. I never knew what they were. I didn't know they were warmongers at the time. But growing up in in that area of Ohio, we watching PBS. Oh, those the, the hills. Public, no, stop. Mound is a last name of a guy Candy who bar. must have started some sort of. <laughs> 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 it's like doing a podcast with a child. Okay, I'm stopping right now. Are you sure? We had yep. a lot of caffeine beforehand. Okay, go. Okay. So whenever you would watch PBS, it's always, it's local. It's essentially local, not local access, but it's, it's, it's a locality. And this was channel six out of Dayton. And it would say uh, this uh, program, you know, Nova or nature or whatever brought to you by EG&G Mound Applied Technologies. And it was EG&G hyphen Mound Applied Technologies. And I found out later on that Mound Technologies was the, those were the guys that, that, the, those, they, they, they invented shit that got shipped to Tucson, to Raytheon, to get put into nuclear warheads. Oh, okay. So Mounds did a lot of nuclear physics stuff underground that was right by NCR, National Cash Register, mm. you know, whatever. Um, and those guys, they did every bit as much uh, work as IBM. It just wasn't as public and wasn't publicly known. I found out sure. later on that EG&G, they were, that was the company that branched off from uh, Oak Ridge. Oh, yeah, so they did. There was all this nuclear shit going on, and that's Which is where right, the Oak Ridge Boys came from. Yes, the Oak Ridge Boys. That's how their talent was developed through nuclear technologies. See, mm-hmm. and you thought you weren't going to learn anything today, all you people. The the more you know, the Oak Ridge Boys has to do with Roswell. That's how we tied Oak Ridge to Jesus Christ. <laughs> Nobody's ever going to listen to this fucking podcast. Pop, pop. Wow, wasn't that them? Yes. Okay. I was, now I'm really stopping. Okay, but no, but it, it all happened <laughs> about that. I'm gonna have a fucking stroke. But, but there was so much. There, there was so much stuff that happened technologically from 1947 on. Yeah. No, that it was, it's it easy. Was very to, quick. It's easy to go. Well, clearly it was because of the Roswell crash. But it does kind of make sense if you're writing like a weird, like a Philip K. Dick sci-fi sure. novel, that you could easily explain that huge jump in technology because 1945 we're just kind of barely making it just barely achieving nuclear fusion and fission and then i have another theory that's a lot more boring and probably more factual yeah is it uh operation paperclip and bringing over the german scientists well there's kind of that (laughs) (laughs) after the war you know once we had this war thing World War Two, mm-hmm. that big thing, and we, you know, we we kind of won because it wasn't our technology. We had we had the bomb. Like it was just sheer numbers. It was, it was not, yeah. And then what, what was it that Hitler? Not Hitler. It might have been Rommel that said, uh, "Um, we might have superior technology, but they have superior numbers." It was something to right. do with the, you know, we might we might bring a tank, but the Americans are going to bring twenty. Right. And and it was, I mean, it was German, a matter of time. The German tanks were better. They had a lot of 
fucking airplanes that were amazing until the Mustang came out. And really, well, that was one of the big turners of the of the war. And then, of course, D-Day, we kind of, you know, they were caught, anyway, caught by surprise, all that kind of crap. But anyway, so I think we, of course, we gathered up, split their technology. The Germans were, they were working on this. That was their goal. We didn't have that goal. We were out, I don't know what the fuck we were doing before the war. In between the wars, it was... Uh, Developing ice cream. What were the Americans doing? I don't know. What were we... Well, there was the, there was the Great Depression, so right. So that yeah, was the, after, but I mean, great, there wasn't a lot of you know. They had their World, their goal. World War One ended what nineteen eighteen? Yeah, and and then 19, the Depression, right? Nineteen, and we had uh, Prohibition. Yeah, thanks. The, yeah, thanks. A fucking pant load temperance, temperance yeah. movement, and 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 asshole fucking Rockefeller had something to do with that too. But Dick Rockefeller he, he had wanted, to do he, with the he wanted oil. Movement? Yeah. Kind of, and this is true. You can look all this up because he was into oil, and he was he was very a Christian kind of guy too. But he um, wanted to sell his oil. Henry Ford was working on alcohol and electric bullshit all the whole time, and he said, "We can't make alcohol because it's the devil's uh, juice." And uh, he got Ford to quit fucking around with alcohol cars. Huh? And and that really got Rockefeller to make a lot more money, and that's when we stopped dicking around with ethanol because I think that Ford I think thought we can grow hemp for example and we can do this and we can make cars out of that fibers and, so, and we can burn you know make alcohol from hemp distilling all this stuff and then they're like, nope nope no, nope, we can't do that because it's devils and it's bad for you and so we're going to stop all alcohol production so Rockefeller got together with the uh, who's the newspaper magnet uh, oh uh, out uh, west uh, um, the uh, with the Simeon's Limited Army father Grandfather, I can't Hurst. Think. Hurst, there you go. So yeah, I think they were Rand, kind of all. William Randolph. I think they were kind I, of. They, and this sounds conspiratorial, but I think it really is kind of true. No, I would say that it's true because you get the you get the the rich guys. The rich guys want to stay rich, sure. And that's been like that. It was since easy for them time to do memorial. this back then. When they Absolutely. had a pile of money, you could yeah. keep it. And they could, and you know, Hearst. Uh, he had. God damn it! Oh, he owned. Uh, not only did he own uh, most of the papers. The newspapers, but he also owned tons and tons of acres of uh, of forest lands. Yes, to supply pulp to make the the paper. Sure. Yep. And hemp is way will grow in way more places, mm. way faster. It's yep. renewable. You could run and so and he and he put weed he, yeah exactly. He put and he pushed that through nineteen thirty seven. I think it was the mm. first like uh, drug act, mm. and it was uh, it, it it eliminated hemp. Yeah, which. And also, it was the goddamn it was the cannabis tax act or something like that, or yep. marijuana tax act. Yep. And then it, and then if, like over the next three to five years, it just kind of ended. But I bet we, Snelling knows we were, about this. I guarantee you, Snelling would know this, and he'd be like, "Oh no, Mr. Joe, I'll tell you, it's actually uh, was uh, Rockefeller, Hearst, and he would name like the five families, the Pentavrit. Yeah. <laughs> Which is kind of where we're going with that, but it's it's kind of. the, it does but sound Bohemian Grove, but stuff, it, it really kind of happened. But those guys really do fucking get together. Like there mm-hmm. really are groups like that to get together and go. All right, we're rich now, but we want to stay rich right. for a few more generations at least. So how do we do that? Okay, Ford, I need you to stop di- just stop dicking around with alcohol. All right, Hearst. Well, then here's the thing: you stop doing that, then we need to also get rid of this. We need to keep the blacks from taking over. We need to just like we did with the Chinese and morphine, so an opium. So let's do that. Let's get rid of the cannabis and demonize that as like, quit those a jazz race drug. The goddamn jazz cigarettes. Yeah. Jazz cabbage, jazz cigarettes. Jazz cabbage. The devil's lettuce, devil's All cabbage. That, yep. 
it's all just great euphemisms for cannabis. But the technology, so I think anyway. what happened was we went over to Germany and we got, you know, and then and now we're realizing, holy crap, these fucking Nazis over here were doing all this shit. We saw all these weird weapons they were making and all this stuff. So I don't think they had any transistors and things then. But um, I think we took it more seriously at that point. Our government kind of, it was kind of a little wake-up call. Yeah. I think whether we should have gone that road or not, we were like, we, we can't just sit around here. Like and, if Germany would have been a bigger, if it would have been a bigger country with more, uh, more diverse, say, geography, mm-hmm. they would have probably developed the bomb a hell of a lot faster sure. and would have beat us to it. But since we have such a huge expanse, yep. uranium reserves and da, 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 all that stuff, it still took us five years to do it, four years, yep. from the inception of uh, Oak Ridge and then uh, I forget what's up in uh, in Washington. I forget the name of that that site. I know I have a friend that worked there as a, at the Superfund site cleaning it up because uh, that's what uh, he does. Uh, t- um, not to peak. Tacoma, 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 Tacoma is a town in Washington. Is a capital. Anyway, yep, doesn't matter. Yep, (laughs) it doesn't matter. Those two, yeah, those two main sites. And if if you if Germany would have had those, I have a feeling they probably would have got the bomb a hell of a lot fucking faster than us. Maybe a year or two instead of four or five, like it took us. But we didn't have. We just didn't have the knowledge and have the technology. Like you said, it was a wake up call. And I'm sure once we started invading into Germany in the you know 19, late 44, early 45, and we're like, God, so as we start getting into their research facilities and going, holy These shit. fucking people, these guys were working on some shit. These guys are from a different planet. Yeah. And oh, they're, there we go. That, See, they alien. Full circle landed. again. Maybe Roswell wasn't really Roswell. That was a cover up. For an actual crash that happened in Germany yep. in the 1920s, mm-hmm. probably not. Oh yeah, no, I don't think so. But the real—if you've seen this, we talked about this uh, the history of the uh, again the transistor of Silicon Valley. There was a Smithsonian Channel show, and it has to do with whatever. It's fascinating to me, and it has these. It talked about Bell Labs and the weird guy that left there. He went to California because it was near Stanford. Land was cheap, and he kind of started doing research. He hired hired a bunch of top people, and so this would have been in the um, late thirties, early forties. No, no, it, it was somewhere. I don't know. It was a little bit after that, I think. A little bit. I don't know. But anyway, that's what did it, right? We because we had the vacuum tubes and mm-hmm. were switches and things like that, and then it all went down to the boom. The transistor was turned eventually turned to microprocessors, and that's what all. That's a, there you go with that. But that it's fascinating that Bell Labs. It was Shockley. That was his name. Was Shockley, yep. and, and with Bell Labs, why was Bell Labs? Where I think some people would say that they got their initial—that's the theory. You know, flying saucer crashes. There was these little things, and then I think there are some conspiracy theorists, flying saucer, uh, you know, Reynolds wrap head people that that <laughs> that, that, that think that think that that's where that came from because they didn't exist. And then all of a sudden they're working on this tiny little thing called a transistor. And then it just all of a sudden, yeah. I think the but the the idea of a transistor goes back even further. Of uh, um, I'm sure Charles Babbage. Okay. You know who Charles Babbage was? Nope. He invented the first mechanical computer in the late 1800s, 1870s, 1880s. Okay. It was a mechanical computer. It was essentially a ten-digit calculator and could calculate anything to ten spaces. But it was so mechanical. How, how big was this uh, device? 
Uh, Meaning he would move things and do the, it would ten, 10 feet long, like move five, a lever six and feet move a thing over, and it would you know. tap lever and it would go. Okay, well this is you have numbers uh, zero through nine, and uh, we want to do uh, ninety five plus is a nine five. Hold this lever down, do this, and it would calculate, and it could actually print. Print. Yeah, it didn't really print, print, but it was just it was pu- hole punches. Oh, which is years later, IBM used that. You know, the 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 punch card system, but it was like on a ticker. And uh, so, but the I he said that you know that people are like, what the hell are you going to use this for? No, no, no. Calculate. Porn. Well, we can do that with paper. He goes, porn. Yeah, but this can do. You could automate this. You could power it. Stop. I'm trying to move past the porn thing. You could eventually use it for porn. That's what Babbage's dream was. Is that if we could just 130 years later, I want to see some naked women out of this. Some Victorian era women. What if he was? What if he look was, at that, that ankle? Oh my oh, god! Oh my god! <gasps> look at the décolletage on her. Anyway, uh, but he did say that the only way that you could make it smaller is if you could somehow make the switches smaller. And then that led into later on the vacuum tube and then the transistor. I do remember that because after you sh- made me, not made me, told me about the Shockley documentary, I watched that. You and watched that? That's out. about an hour? Yeah. Like Smithsonian yeah. Channel? Yeah, really absolutely. Really fascinating. Fascinating. And how it became Silicon Valley and how it really blew up and... And, uh, and and how Bell and Bell... Well, and it started with Bell Labs. It started with Bell... Well, it started with him leaving Bell Labs, Yes. Though. Yes. And and then they're like, well, shit. It's one of those. Um, there's a term for that when a when a big company doesn't see promise and somebody branches off, and then and then they look back and go, God damn it, we really fucked up on that. It's like one of, perfect example of that is one of my favorite bands, Wilco. Wilco was f- kind of underground, kind of popular, and like the under more underground sort. They never sold more than fifty thousand copies of the record, just enough to where they could keep touring and buy houses and cars, and that's about it. They didn't. They weren't rich, so. They their their fourth album is called Yankee Hotel Foxtrot. Okay, okay. Yankee o- Hotel Foxtrot was recorded under Columbia, and Columbia Records was had just been they had been acquired by I think it was the AOL Time Warner Group. Okay, and they started tapering down Columbia Records and saying you guys are too big, it's too bloated. We need to get rid of non-performers, and they cut Wilco loose. And part of the deal was, like, hey, listen, we just recorded this album. Can we have the masters? And they're like, yeah, you can have it. It's yours. Then they were the one of the first ones to self-release it. 2002, they released on the net to stream. Hmm. Think about that. 14 years ago, that was so they released the on the net to then. stream, gained popularity, and three months later they put it out on CD and they sold like three million copies. I if of someone it. was an aviation fan because it's will co, will comply, will copy, and then Yankee Hotel Foxtrot. Absolutely, no. That's I, I guarantee you. There's something yeah. to do with that, and then. Like the uh, Jeff Tweedy is the lead singer and main songwriter. Uh, his he grew up in Chicago, and I know his dad was uh, I want to say a World War II pilot. Maybe that's sure I something come out of something that. like that. Because I think I remember, read read something like that. But all of their albums do have something to do with aviation kind of, kind of, thing. Kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. So uh, they, yeah, but the, like the the guy that was uh, president of Columbia at the time, you know, a year after this happened. Though that was pushed, you know, he knew he knew that these guys could break, and they could make a lot of money for the company, but he just didn't have the time. And they said, "No, you got to cut him loose." And then that guy was let go. And he said his biggest failure ever, as it, in any capacity, was a, was allowing those guys to leave and leave with the masters of that recording. And then you have that with Shockley and Bell Labs, and you have. Um, uh, jobs at Atari because there was mm-hmm. shit that he wanted to do with yeah. uh, with Atari and they're like no nah, we're not that's not 
These are video dumb. games. It's You're stupid. Dumb. And, yeah, and even though Jobs is a t- an interminable fucking dickhead, that's yeah, a dropper. You smell. Yeah, yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> fucking dirty ass ashram hanging out in hippies. Hippie Indian curry smell. But that's it. But uh, uh, Nolan Bushnell, you know the guy that started Atari. He said the exact same thing. I the man the biggest just, fucking yeah. mistake of my career was not keeping Steve Jobs around and tolerating his bullshit because we you you wouldn't have Apple computer you would it, have the yeah. fucking Atari instead of it stopping at the yep. you know twenty six hundred we would have you know a fucking Atari phone. This um, show we're talking about though I can't remember what it's called it's I don't know, it's um it's the American the American Experience series maybe I, I think that is and it was Silicon um, Valley or is something Silicon Valley. Um, and you'll get it here in a second. Joe is typing furiously on this little yep, device I'm, that came I'm, out of Silicon Valley, amazingly enough. Crazy how Apple that works. Apple iPhone, which is, Joe, did you realize you're using that iPhone here in Kingman, Arizona, where there was a flying saucer? Look at that. See, there's that part of it. Right Remember there. the flying saucer we saw earlier, or was that? It was an airplane. It was an airplane. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, it was just an American experience, Silicon Valley. Okay. So yeah. people, I strongly, if you want to learn something about the history of the fucking device, you might be listening to this podcast from... The Traitorious Eight. Yes. That was the eight guys the eight that left. eight guys that left. That's right. Left. And so what happened, Shockley came to the West Coast, Silicon Valley did all, and then started this group. He gathered up all these smart people that he knew from different industries and said, we're going to work on this thing called a transistor. And they went, okay, kind of read about that in magazines. I guess we'll come out and help you. And he had a little bit of money, so they started doing this. Well, anyway, Shockley, according to this show that we saw that was fantastic, kind of go to, started going. He won the, uh, the Nobel Prize from Bell Labs, I believe, developing the transistor. And then he went a little bit around the band. He went nuts, and, and he was just starting to lose this these group of people that helped him in Silicon Valley. said, Shockley's kind of losing it. I think he's probably a kid toucher. I'm, that's not what they said. He could have been a kid toucher, Joe. He he could have been. I don't think he. I don't. I don't. He, I don't know. he was just going. Jesus Christ! <laughs> Poor Shockley. His ghost is going to make all of our shit oh shut God, down right now. Heard out there, we heard Shockley's ghost outside. Um, but they. Here's what happened. This is what's fat. Not only Joe did the transistor get developed in Silicon Valley, start kind of getting going with the development of the transistor and this circuit. Things that was where it was going. Space programs started getting going. They started selling these fantastic little little transistors to make all this crap happen. Um, here's what I think was the, one of the biggest things that happened out of this. Also, what happened was they these eight people. I guess Shockey was separate. Then was the eight people right? And they went. Shockey's going nuts. We can't do this anymore. This is in. This is not tenable. We can't. Yeah, what do we do? And they went. I don't know. I'm going to leave. You going to leave? I'm going to leave. Well, now what the fuck do we do? Here we are out in California. We moved our families out. And now we're having Shockley's gone around the bend, and now we don't have a job. And so one of them, maybe the leader guy, contacted someone back east that we need jobs again. You know, he, this guy was a New York banker kind of guy. And I think it was Arthur Rock, I think. Maybe someone's going to be yelling at the podcast because I'm getting these names wrong. But I think what happened was they said, we, the Shockley guy is out of goddamn control. We need, can you find us jobs? You know, can you, go, can you right. please go back to IBM, who all these other companies? And he went. This here's here's, here's the moment where it changed into venture capitalism because mm-hmm. he goes, I got an idea. You guys are kind of smart and you're out there, and you know how all this shit's kind of working, right? Yeah. Um, I'll help you find a job, but then it didn't work out. But then he said uh, something happened where it broke down where they couldn't find them all jobs. And he went, I got a better idea. I'll raise some money. 
I got some other wealthy, probably Jewish. <laughs> Sherman Fairchild is who it was. It was Fairchild's it was, it was Fairchild involved camera. In aviation, by the way. Yes, Fairchild camera. Yeah, but no, but the guy that put him in touch with Fairchild, I think, was Arthur Rock. I think. I think Fair. Oh. I th- I think. Okay. But Fairchild was kind of a playboy. He hung out with Howard Hughes, and they chased tail a lot. By the way. Which is great. I'm not kidding about this. This is uh, that's I'm amazing. Not kidding. I'm not kidding. So Fairchild and Hughes, they were on aviation. Then they chased tail. Get it? God damn it. You made Airplanes, an airplane joke yeah, and I didn't chase and tell. I didn't get it. But um but Arthur Rock said, Let's just create a job for you guys. What do you mean? Because no one ever did this before. Right. We'll get some money together. I got some wealthy Jewish people too, and Fairchild maybe jumped in. And he eventually kind of faded away. I can't remember what happened to him. He kind of I think he bailed out investing after anyway. They started venture capitalism. That was, I think, the that was the first time that that, that really that's was how because that worked. of the freaking and, transistor in Silicon Valley, and there's where it happened. And those guys, those eight guys that left, just so you folks, the, the three or four people you know, that are ever gonna listen going to listen to this, they they started Intel, what turned into Intel and AMD, which yep. which is crazy because those are two. I mean, advanced micro devices and Intel. Well, they all kind are, of start splitting off. They're competitors but, to yeah. this day, and there yep. uh, there was a you know there's. Dozens of other companies that were started from those eight guys that it's kind of like the, uh, oh, I love seeing inspiration like that. And it always reminds me of uh, uh, Lou Reed, Velvet Underground. Mm-hmm. Velvet Underground, their first album, they only sold 5,000 copies, but every single one of those people that bought that copy started a band. Wow. And you can trace it. Yeah, it's, that's like, and you can trace. It's one of those I mean, pivotal can, history, historical moments. Holy shit. Yeah, you can, I mean, you can trace all sorts of people back to the Velvet Underground they're like, oh yeah, I heard that, and I was like, if those guys can do that, we could do this, and that's, I mean, Robert, so, Robert, one of the first songs that was ever ever performed by Led Zeppelin as Led Zeppelin before they even had a name was a Velvet Underground song. Yep, and it was the basement of uh, John Paul Jones's house in London, wow. and then you had uh, the Beatles heard that and was like, well, we can put out a couple more albums. No shit, because they were ready to break up in 1967 when that album came out. Yeah. Um, same thing went with uh, the Ramones said the same thing. I mean, even modern day, some modern day band, Wilco is another one that's like, mm-hmm. wow, you know, I heard that. And so those 5,000 people did that. So then you look at those eight guys, and those eight guys started companies that changed the fucking world. And, and so even though Shockley was understood by a lot of people to go around the band and turn into a real, they said he was, you couldn't work with him. He's turning a real, a real asshole. Right. He might have been like the Steve Jobs back then or something, but I don't think so. I think he. He wanted to stop working on the transistor. He thought that was kind of solved. And I think he wanted to go to maybe some kind of capacitor or something. He wanted Semiconductors. To- he changed the name of the company to Shockley Semiconductors after those yeah. guys left and, and did semiconductor work. And then the company just kind of fizzled out and got uh, acquired by ITT and then a yeah. few other because like, I Because th- I think because of his personality. But it's still what's fascinating is it's still because of Shockley leaving Bell Labs on his own, probably driving out to... I think his aunt lived in in what was the grew apricots and in, in in nuts out there. Out Ma- all, Mountain View is where yeah, it was, Mount, yeah. where and, Google and, is now, and um, that was it. So even though he was a jerk and they pushed him out, eventually he was turned into a real weirdo. That asshole guy came out, and that's why Silicon Valley is where it is and what it's doing because of that Bell Lab moment thing, which is weird. And because... venture capitalism, like I said, it's all kind of you know they then he you know and then they. I, repeating what we just said but then this eight said no what do we do we kicked we left Shockley now what you know and then Arthur Rock and got a hold of 
We'll get you some and, money and, and you turn keep it going. Into and invented venture capital. Because you didn't do that back then in the 50s or whenever it was. You worked for a corporation. You put on your drove to work in your big old fat your, fucking you, tank of a car. Your IBM. The and you IBM retired comp- with them. Yeah, your company man this type of shit. brand new. Yeah. Go West, young man. California gold kind of gold rush thing. Land of milk and honey. I, I, yeah. I, I always find shit like that super interesting, especially how quickly all that stuff developed. And now that I think about it, I was thinking, why would Bell Labs let somebody like that go? But that right. was early on. Bell Labs, like Bell Labs, obviously been around for fifty years at that point, yeah. thirty years, call it. But I wonder if, because Bell Labs was known for like inventing some really serious heavy shit. You know who Alexander Graham Bell financed early on um, was um, Glenn Curtis, who was a competitor of Oh, really? Of the Wright brothers. He actually got the real ailerons developed. I mean, there was warped wings that was the Wright brothers. But then he said, "You shut your filthy mouth." Wing warping <laughs> is what brought us to where we are today, Paul. I know. Wing warping is what makes it so I your know. goddamn gliders and your God magic damn, flying machines work. I know. Fuck Glenn Curtis uh, with his two N's and his two S's. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hoity toity bullshit Glenn guy. First in flight, my balls. But I don't. So, <laughs> so what happened? Goddamn. North Carolina license plate, first in flight. All, every Anybody who has that, that license plate can kiss my fucking ass. It just happened to be there. Yeah, Wright Brothers. Okay? Hey, we have a state. It's here. They needed some place that was windy they, and sandy. Here come the Ohio boys. Windy and sandy and devoid of anything else. Right. So fuck you and your tar right. heels. They, they, didn't, they did not. <laughs> North, North Carolina did not born the Wright brothers. No, not at all. They, the right word. They did not born they didn't, them. They, didn't, they did not. They, they didn't. They, they were not Southern guys. No. Okay. They didn't. They're, they didn't really appreciate barbecue like the North Carolinians <laughs> had. Probably. Hey, how much barbecue do you think the Wright brothers had when they went down working on that? Do you think anybody said, "Hey, what are you guys working on?" Oh, uh, they say, "Hey, don't look at it." Okay, fine. Oh, you got got some barbecue? Smoked y'all want pork? Some, y'all want some barbecue? <laughs> Come on in, get yourself something cool to drink. And I don't think they. You think they, that happened a lot? I have no idea. I I, I would like to see a drunk history <laughs> where the Wright brothers go to North Carolina, and the reason why they didn't, why it took them three trips to North Carolina to get it right, is because they kept getting distracted by really good barbecue. Right, or maybe they were on the wrong path, and then and then a barbecue guy came along and said, "Y'all just relax a minute." Why don't you, you just relax? Take a break. He's like, let's talk about this wing warping thing. I got yeah. my, my, one of my friends up north is a guy named Glenn Curtis, and then they beat the shit out of that guy, took his barbecue, <laughs> no, and went and flew. No, he came with that. <laughs> so, so then what happened was they took a break, and because they took this barbecue break, you know, then they, you know, it was really hot. Let's see, it was really hot barbecue. And the, the Ohio people, they just weren't into this hot. Couldn't handle it. Pay, right, and, and then he kind of joggled. You know, they, they went, oh, my God, and they ran around, and he tripped and hit his head on a piece of driftwood, and then they went, Oh, let's do this. Oh, like a Doc this Brown is, moment? You yeah, fell, exactly. Fell off the t- he was hanging a clock and fell off the toilet. And, and then the flight, maybe that happened that way. <laughs> uh, I, I, don't, I don't know. But what, what, what is interesting... Wait, what's it going to say? I love your these? flux capacitor tome. That was yeah. it's beautiful. Um, um, uh, uh, was it Wright Brothers? Thing? It was a Shockley. No, it was a Shockley. It was a Glenn... I'm saying Glenn Curtis had more... Here's what happened. You know why the Wright Brothers fucked up? You know why they fucked up? I don't know if I want to know this. Are we still going to be friends after you tell me this? Yeah, because right. you know this is true. They successfully flew first with controlled flight. They did all that, and then I think one of them was like, "We got to get this out there. We got to get. We got to." And then one of the brothers was like, "I don't want the whole world to know this. This is kind of a big goddamn deal." That's right. Marketing was their problem. Right. And then Glenn was like, they, "Fuck! I want everybody to know about. It. I will make a thing and make a different kind of ailerons that were a little yep. more." If, if, so they were all. He, one of the brothers was all wrapped up in the legal part of it, trying to sue Glenn. 
the whole time and spent a lot of time and money. Instead of just putting it out there. And, and Glenn kind of yeah. wanted to work together with him, even though, yes, they did it first, but he went, I, I see what you guys did, and I'm willing to go off on this, do the same thing, but slightly different direction. Let's work on this together. And he went, and went fuck you. And then it needs to be, I think there is a Wright Brothers drunk history. Is there? Did what, didn't I tell you this like a year, six months ago? Oh, now I need to and look I it up. I don't think I have. Please look that up. I'm sorry for the but we should. I think it exists or they were doing it. Oh, God. I, I, I kind of sure hope there is, but I, I guarantee you it's not going to be uh, It's not going to be as cool. Yeah, but it might be really funny depending on who's doing it. Pat Oswalt should be involved. Uh, yeah, no, I agree with you on that one. I, I'm pretty <laughs> sure there's a Wright Brothers drunk history. I don't know. Drunk History Season 4 trailer. No. Um, Did I make this entire thing up? This is coming out. This is this is coming up. It's upcoming. Oh, right. And it's actually, uh, yeah, it's a, the episode actually has Lin-Manuel Miranda, who's the guy that plays Alexander Hamilton in the Hamilton musical, yeah. who's, uh, talk about a fucking polymath. The guy's a really good rapper. He's a better rapper than 95% of all rappers that have ever fucking been born and spoken. He just gets the job done. And he just, yeah, he does. Like, I, he does, uh, like, freeform shit, and he just throws his YouTube videos out. They'll say, all right, rap about these five things, and they're completely, uh, like, and he just does it. No beat, no nothing. He's just, a uh, guy's a fucking renaissance man. Yeah. Anyway, I want to see that drunk history. It's did not it, out it's yet. Coming? Oh, okay. Yeah, it was announced in August. So I, I think Glenn Curtis also had an advantage, too, because he was a motorcycle racer. So he was he he held, I believe, the world record, or at least the American record, for pretty high speed For high speed, it was like 140, 150 yeah, it was miles an hour. scary on something. Scary fast for the time, because I remember us, I remember yeah. drunkenly looking this up and us talking about that. Yeah, but, so it was probably a lightweight engine, so he, he was... You know, the Wright brothers developed the twisted propellers and the warp. Yeah, they these huge advancements. But he went, yep, I see what you're doing there. And he goes, but I got some lightweight, powerful engines too, and we can really combine this shit. And then the Wright brothers got all, again, to repeat myself, they got all dragged. One of the brothers was all into litigation. Of, and of, that's what happened. Of basically, uh, uh, essentially... Because you do read about, uh, read about that Ohio history stuff. Like, I remember reading about this when I was really seventh or eighth grade, and they talk about how... Who was the one that died younger? Who flew? Who flew with Hughes on the jet? Because I've always thought that was. I think Orville lasted longer. Yeah, oh I think God. I think you're right. If anybody I know in aviation, it's ever listen to this, they're gonna go, "Really, Paul? You think really? Orville? I think Orville lasted longer." I so Orville would have been the one because I know the one that was always tied up in the legal stuff that, and that's that was like where they kind of separated. But I don't know their ideas. The one that died younger I, was he the legal guy. But then he died. And then it was I, oh man, I should know this. I he kept turning I, over in the grave. My father's it, going, "Good job, son." I, I I think it was Wilbur, but then I think they were already behind. I think Orville wanted to really move forward, but they, they're already way behind the curve now at this point. It was Orville. Orville or Wilbur's the one that died young. Okay, so I could think. And Orville, right. yeah, thank God you got that right because. Yeah. Yeah, haunted, haunted yeah. everyone. Um, not how I got off on that tangent from Shockley and the yeah, right brothers and Glenn then fucking barbecue. Curtis, Glenn and Curtis barbecue, uh, war- wing warping, and then the which 5, I still think is people a, that a, made the record, Velvet Underground. 
Much the Wright brothers weren't into music, really. They probably didn't have. I don't think they had time to be into music. But no. Although, I, who fucking knows? I, I there, there's so little written about them and chronicled about them in their life. Like the actual, lo- the personal lives. Yeah, the person because they didn't really have any personal lives because you had. I mean, their their personal lives were or was bicycles and airplanes. Bicycles and airplanes and testing the airplanes. Once they f- did controlled flight, then it just sky was limit literally. And then, uh-huh. uh-huh. do you think they sat around in that wooden shack down there in North Carolina with, you know, they slept in the same shack with the airplane as they're falling asleep? Think they ever talked about like chicks? I don't, I don't know, Paul. I'm thinking, I mean, don't, I'm know, th- no, they I, have pillow talk. Like, I, oh my God. <laughs> not, See, and now we're going down that no, road. The Wright brothers they're fucking not each other. Sli- God, they, no, they fucking they're each not, other, Paul. They're not sleeping in the same bed. We've had this conversation before. The saying, Wright brothers did not fuck each other. I didn't, I'm not suggesting that. I just wonder if they were in their separate cot thingies on the other side of the room. Like, did you check out the titties hey, on that yeah. uh, the barbecue queen Fork sandwich chick? Fucking, yeah, yeah. I like, like to eat her fucking. Like to have some black ends, burnt ends, <laughs> not black ends. Goddamn, <laughs> I meant burnt ends. I don't. I'm clearly I'm from Ohio and I don't know my goddamn barbecue. Yeah, I wonder what kind of sauce she has. Oh, for Christ's sake! Get I, it, Orville? Well, I don't know. I think North Carolina style is kind of dry. You might think, have to bring you my think own sauce. ever called Orville Orv? Orvi. I actually, I think I remember reading somewhere that they did that they that they did have nicknames. They didn't go by Wilbur and Orville. It was they had they actually something had, else completely different. Yeah, and I, I like Slingshot and Toad. Right. Sup, Sling, toad. Slingshot and Sup Toad. Hey, Slingshot. <laughs> I hate it when you call me Slingshot. Yeah, well, I don't like it when you call me Toad either. So the, real, the, the question on the table is, did Orville and Wilbur Wright have street names? <laughs> wow. I think one of them should be called Crash. I mean, what, sure. It would be the first pilot in history to be nicknamed Crash. Yeah. Like the original Crash. And they crashed early. I mean, early. I mean, they crashed a lot. Oh, they crashed a shitload. And they kind of hurt themselves, but didn't really bust them bad, badly. Yeah. Enough, uh, so. I think it was Wilbur that crashed in Huffman Prairie uh, there in Dayton. And... Like his his arm never healed completely. Oh, is that one when they crashed and killed the army guy? Because one of them crashed and, and killed somebody. Ride. Yeah, I. The first military guy to take a flight was with Wilbur Wright, I believe. I th- I don't and think that, that was, guy was killed. I don't know if that was at Huffman Prairie or not. Wait, but, that was um, Jesus. That's the freaking Air Force Base and Wright, Pat- Wright Patterson. Was it Patterson? It was Patterson. Oh Maybe. Christ! Was it Patterson? Is that why it's Wright Patterson? I think it oh, is. God. I think it's Patterson. Was I the can't one that was believe killed in the goddamn air. Why don't I know this? Like, why don't I know this? I grew up like 15 miles from yeah, there. Like, I, I don't. Yeah, no shit. I think it's the guy, the army guy, killed it with Wilbur Wright. I believe that's where I think. Oh, I'm keep my fingers crossed, Paul. Did you get it right? Oh, hang on, hang on. I'm thinking about it. He killed the... Patterson Field. It was 10 miles. Let's see. Wilbur Wright. I think I'm wrong. Now I'm thinking about. It. I think I'm wrong. I'm thinking Joe's looking. I am looking. And I can't seem to find why it's what, where who Patterson, Patterson is. History. Okay. All right. History. Wait. Prehistoric Indian mounds. Nope. Too far back. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Wilbur and Orville Wright. World War One. There's no. I think Patterson might okay. have been some okay, fucking look millionaire. Look up the guy that was killed with, with Wilbur Wright. The army guy. Look that one up. 
Oh, oh, that's fucking bullshit. Uh, it was uh, it was redesignated Patterson Field in honor of Lieutenant Frank Stewart Patterson. Lieutenant Patterson was the son of Frank J. Patterson, co-founder of National Cash Register. Oh, that's total bullshit. Yeah, and that's fucking. Okay, let's see the name of the guy, and then we're never done looking on the phone. Uh huh. The name, <laughs> the name of the guy who was killed, the first fatality, I believe, in in one of the controllable aircraft, I believe, was the Army. Was it Edwards? No, no. That that the Edwards was a test pilot of the uh, of the of the um, flying wing XB something or other out there that XB seventy. Uh, yeah, that's it. No, 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 no. no it no, wasn't no. the XB seventy. Wait, was, that it is it. I think it was the XB seventy. No, it was because the chase planes were. Um, they, it was a, 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 a um, photo op. It was a photo op with the XB seventy yeah, and the XB seventy crashed. I, the first, I thought you're right, but I think it. I, no, no. I think it was the flying wing. Northrop thing. That's oh named. yeah, the yeah you might be Not right. Not the XB seventy. Oh my god, people are gonna be listening to this. Just Thomas Ethelin Selfridge. Selfridge was a f- uh, first lieutenant in the U.S. Army. He became the first person to die in a crash of a powered airplane while uh, he was a passenger on a demonstration flight piloted by Orville Wright. Wow. Oh, Orville Wright. Okay. Mm-hmm. It wasn't yeah, Wilbur. I thought it was Wilbur. So Orville got Orville. Excuse me. Got injured. Then I think he broke something or. Fucked up his ankle pretty good, or had to get a band aid. I think he had to get. A, he had to get a band. I think it, it was 1908. Totally got a band aid. You know, it was 1908 yeah. when it was a. I mean, it's right flyer was like 1903. Yeah, 1903. It took five years before somebody died in a in powered control Wait, flight. 1903 was their first flight. Okay. Yeah. We we need to stop. I like how you up. fucking question me on that. I know we need to stop looking things up. Why? But Selfridge, okay, so yeah, Selfridge. Hmm. I'm I got death. I want to know where. I don't know where I. Thought. I want to know where he died. On the ground. Oh, is it Fort Myer? It was in uh, 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 Oklahoma. Hmm. Crazy, crazy. Anyway, Selfridge. I, for some died. reason, I, I thought it was. I, I don't know where I made this up. Killed in an airplane. Patterson would make perfect sense, though. Like that. Sure. That, uh, that be kind of funny. Not funny, but. Well, I bet Oklahoma has a something named after Mr. Selfridge. Yeah. He was based in Oklahoma. That's a hell of a thing to go down in history. Being the first person, it's like the. Why were they in Oklahoma? I mean, now they're taking their airplane around tour, showing people, but. Well, clearly Oklahoma was sixth in flight. I'm sure they have it on their stupid fucking license <laughs> plates, why, like North Carolina why does. Why was that Selfridge guy in the middle of the country in 19? When was they it? were going around show 1908. They were going around showing it off. It said it was a, uh, a exhibition flight. So they probably had. He was they, probably based at the local army. Army Air Force was the U.S. Army Air Force was, was established in 1910. So it was only two years no, no, later. No, no, no. So no. Were, Air Force was after the army. Did you hear what I said? United States Army Air Force. That's what it was called. It actually, it was called the Air Corps first, yes, and then the Air it Force. Was Air Corps. Air Force came. I think it was not even the Air Force during World War II. I think it was, wasn't the the Air Force. It was the United States Army, Army Air, Air Corps. Yeah. It was Air. I think it was Air. Force. Now let's look up when the Air Force. No, goddamn it! I'm not gonna. That, <laughs> oh God damn it! Oh, Please stop! I can't. I, I can't fucking do it. Well, Kingman, Ar- I'm gonna. I'm looking at the Kingman Army Airfield. Oh, not museum. That the doesn't... Army, 
the Eighth Air Force was actually during World War II, though. So maybe it was during World War II they named it the Air Force. They went from the Air Corps to the Air Force during World War II. I, for some reason, I feel like the Air Force was actually established after nineteen. It was in nineteen forty-seven in Roswell, New Mexico. I don't think so, no, that the, wasn't. That's not true. The Eighth Air Force actually existed. I think they were the part of the main bomber group that was in World War Two. United okay, the United States Army Air Forces. The the actual term United States Army Air Forces was uh, established June twentieth, nineteen forty one. Okay. In nineteen so. in September, I'll be goddamn September eighteenth, nineteen forty seven. Same year as the Roswell crash. And and the year we broke the sound barrier. Chuck Yeager. And Chuck Yeager. And that's when the Air Force actually the United States Air Force was established. See? Tell and I, you, bet man, you the, I bet you the Chalupa was developed in 1947, too. The Chalupa? Mm-hmm. It's like a tostada. I know what a Chalupa is. <laughs> I remember, drop the Chalupa. Wait, we're a little wait, chihuahua. Wait, 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 wait. Fucking... Is it a flat disc or is it a rolled up thing? No, it's, it was bent. It was, it was <laughs> bent. Like a it was taco? Bent. No, it was, yeah. The, the Chalupas were definitely, um, I'm trying to remember. There were, Taco Bell came out with that like right as I was in uh, like leaving Wait, high school. Wait, this is a Taco Bell and the Chalupa. Yeah, the Taco Chalupa. The Chalupa was definitely. I don't no, know if I it was. Like, talk about Taco it Bell. wasn't a Taco Bell invention, but it was definitely something <laughs> they called it the Chalupa and they sold it. Remember the stupid fucking Chihuahua that they had? Yeah. Drop the Chalupa. That's Remember the Chalupa that? era. Yeah, that was the Chalupa era. It was like the late nineties. Absolutely. Jesus, okay. are we gonna look that one too? No, no. You sure? We're not gonna look when the Chalupa was invented. Are you- <laughs> Well, the thing about the the Chalupa was is that it was everybody. <laughs> the thing about the Chalupa. I just remember living around here, and there's a there's a strong native population around here, and the folks they're like, that's not that's not called a Chalupa. That's a that's a Navajo taco. It's fry bread. It was literally fry bread folded, folded in half and then stuffed with taco stuff. So that so we had folding technology back then. So the what Taco back Bell did the, in 1998. Yeah, we had we was, they would have been a board meeting and they had a flat piece of fry bread and someone said and somebody said what if we watch, bent it? watch this like I and they went oh whoa, 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 what are you doing and they'd fold it and, and they oh. fold it and like oh it's easier to hold that way instead of lettuce going yeah, everywhere. I see you, you folded it. Oh. Now we can stuff it in the thing and then put it in a bag. We easy. can put the diarrhea meat, the diarrhea meat in the center. <laughs> Tomatoes. Fold it. Fold it. Sell it for a dollar ninety nine to high school kids. And they have a fourth meal. And have fourth, yes, yeah, fourth meal. <laughs> Motherfucker. A little known fact that the Chalupa was actually brought to us by aliens in the nineteen forty seven Roswell crash. I'm telling crash. you, that's what happened. Everything, everything <laughs> happened in nineteen forty seven. It's weird to tie so many things that happened in nineteen forty seven. It it freaks me out a little bit. I kind of don't want to devote any more brain power to it because if I keep thinking about it, I'm just going to go down a rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm sure there's a Wikipedia article uh, that that is like scientific achievements in nineteen forty seven, and it's probably astounding i know what i'm doing like, tonight. I, I feel like that's probably like uh salk was like developing his polio vaccine and all sorts i'm, of I'm shit. gonna go home and i'm gonna take my pants off i'm gonna go i'm gonna go down that hole you need to go home get cartoon casual and, and take I'm pants. oh my god go down the 1947 hole oh uh, well it is friday night so oh, oh look at that every single podcast oh my let me see anything fun going on tonight Wait, this is a person I don't have a... Um, how about that? It, there's a 928 number. Yeah. Hmm. Look at that, Joe. I don't have what is a... It? Um, it's a first text from that phone number. Do you recognize that phone number? 
and there's no name, and there's no. I I don't recognize it. And then that's the first text that shows up on my on that thread. So it's a it's a nine local number, no name. Anything fun going on tonight? I I don't know. I I don't I. Let's I don't talk recognize about this. We're here in the um, the bunker slash hangar with the doors open, talking about such things as aliens in 1947. And then I get you get a text from the ether. Text from don't know who. This is one of those things we've all gotten these texts before, right? We're like, oh yeah, oh yeah, that no, I don't recognize that number. And then you kind of you you kind of go, hey. So this one says, anything going on fun tonight? So I, I can play along, not knowing who it is, and go, yeah, not really, just kind of hanging out, and then see where that goes. Oh yeah, and then I, try to figure out who it is. I've done that for days. <laughs> because I'm so stubborn, I'm not gonna. Be, I don't want to be embarrassed by. I'm sorry. I, like I don't know I, who this is. Not like I dropped my iPhone down the toilet and I had to. I, read, like I had to get everything, a new, which is not true. It, like that doesn't fucking work these days. No, with it doesn't. The cloud, it doesn't. Everything right. It doesn't work that way. And I, I, I think the last time, I maybe four or five days of texting back and forth, and I could not figure out who the fuck it is. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I was like, hey, until they sent you a dick pic, and then you knew. Uh, yeah, right. No, I did not get. I did not get any. I've actually yet to be sent a picture of anyone's dick. Although Tim sent me a picture of a guy. He goes, "Hey, what do you think of my new watch?" And it oh, was I a remember shot. That. Do you remember that? Yes. I fucking. I actually thought it was him. And I was like, uh, I don't know, man. That watch looks a little fucking big, but your dick is really small too. And he's like, it's not really a picture of me, god damn it. <laughs> you could burst like, like I, I just fucking pop that bubble. Like I it really I'm like, do you know how many dicks I've seen working at the hospital that's not mine? Right. Like way too fucking many. It doesn't it doesn't bother it doesn't, me. Doesn't doesn't make a difference. But that was a funny picture because it's like this giant schlong. I remember, yeah, you know which a, one I'm talking about. Yeah, like, schlong. So I could say, I, yeah, just hanging out. What are you doing? Yeah, and we could try to lead him down a road. Oh, I am changing the oil in my 911 Porsche. Then I got to think of who I know. Then you're like, okay, we can narrow it nobody. down. Yeah. You can narrow it down through a series of questions. Now, maybe you should give them like a Turing test to make sure it's not a robot. Oh. Yeah. He was gay. Mm, oh, yeah. We all saw that movie. Fantastic movie. Fucking great movie. I watched it again the other day. Did you? Yeah. I only saw it the first time a month or two ago. It was on. It came on Netflix. Yeah. I don't know how long it was on Netflix, but I went... Oh, I always want to see the Imitation Game. Imitation Game, man, it's it was really done well, and it, he and he was done so fucking dirty. There, the the Queen is supposed to pardon him. I think that's a, she. I remember that. Like she, I know that the the somebody the prime. I think it was a prime minister. It was earlier this year, maybe maybe last year. Spoke and said, you know, it's it, we, we apologize. Like as a country, as a culture, we just apologize. Da, da, da. And then people were calling for him and a, and a few others to be pardoned, especially the way things were done to him and what he did mm-hmm. for the country. Like, granted, I mean, as far as like in the grand scheme of things and humanity and whatnot, they did. It's like five or six thousand men were were prosecuted under that law for sure. being homosexuals, mm-hmm. but. I don't think very many of them contributed to not only the world, but ju- like just specifically to Great Britain during World War II that like, like he, did. he did. And he like, really, the guy fucking really deserves a goddamn pardon and maybe even a posthumous Except night. At, night after the war, they need a lot, lot of decorating because there's a lot of building. Oh. Did you really? You're going to go down the gay decorator. It's really funny how I'm the adult and you're acting. I don't know what I'm doing. doing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But the uh, I so had, uh, who, how are you going to figure out who this is? Well, I'm going to text him in a second. But the the uh, my stepmother saw that movie a while back, 
and I, I love her dearly. And I truly do. And I hadn't seen it when she said this. She goes, yeah, it was a good movie, but they focused too much on him being gay. And I went, okay. And I hadn't seen the movie yet. And then months later, I saw the movie. And I went, okay, I will have that in the back of my mind to see if there's too much gayness. Yeah, there was zero. Here. There was very few dance scenes. Like there was no decorating. <laughs> there was no. There, there really was very little talk about it. Like it he really didn't wasn't. turn into a waiter at a at a posh upscale restaurant. Yeah, no, in San there Francisco. was none of that. None of that. So I didn't see a whole lot of gay there. Didn't see his wiener. Uh, I know. I was really bummed about not seeing Benedict Cumberbatch's Cumber Snatch. Cumber <laughs> Cumberbund's <laughs> wiener. That's actually a, an internet uh, kind of a meme with him is uh, is to because his name is it's the most British sounding name like Certainly you can't is. get any more British sounding than Benedict Cumberbatch yeah and so people make fun of his name that I've, I've heard uh, 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 a lot of butchering. Benadryl Cumbersnoot <laughs> and just like and people just will f- just fuck up his his whole name and he finds it hilarious yeah what's really funny about him being incredibly straight he's also kind of he has a little bit of a bitchy queen streak to him um during the filming of the imitation game him and uh kira knightley were getting ready to do press she's cute she's oh she's very cute really good bone structure didn't you say she had a funny face she has has a stop sign face but she has like she she ran to it like you said yeah she she kind of has a stop sign face but she other otherwise she she's a tremendous actress oh yeah but she's got she's a little odd looking she's also um I'm not a petite kind of guy. Like, I know all yeah. women are beautiful sure. to me in, in their own way, but like, I am not a hip bone kind of guy. Like, I don't like ribs and whatnot. And that's she's wait, very, wait, wait. She, wait, you're saying she's what? She's very thin. She's very wafer. Oh, she's too thin. Yeah, she's too thin. It's not, and it's not like she's unhealthy thin. It's just my own personal. I think she taste. has a hip and waist ratio, though. I think she has a that. tremendous, tremendous. So it's not like a nice thirteen year old boy straight no, down. No, 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 no. It's not. It's nothing like that. In fact, now I regret even saying anything because I'm sure people are going to listen to this and be like, "Oh, what a fucking." What kind of body issues are you giving her? And I'm like, it's not uh, not at all. She's going to listen to this podcast. I would. Start, I would it's going to ruin her career. Right. I would eat peanut butter off of her ass. Like, I really would. Yeah. Mostly for bragging rights, but also because I like peanut butter. I'll do it for the protein. Uh, <laughs> I'll do it for the protein. That's what she said. I'm so <laughs> sorry. So that's Jesus. that's a low-hanging okay, fucking so, thing. So he anyway, Cumber, they're, they're getting ready for an interview, and they're doing makeup and um, sitting there, and they're just like kind of getting prodded at and, and putting whatever like powder on them before they go on TV and uh, the makeup artist says something to Kira Knightley something to the effect of um, oh you look really tired you have bags under your eyes and he goes excuse me lady this is you know very British excuse me young lady she's one of the most beautiful women on the face of the planet you need to take care of who you're speaking to and I was like I fucking like this guy. <laughs> he's very and the and the makeup artist is like I'm I'm really sorry. Not do you know who you're speaking to? Like mm-hmm. no, look at her. She's one of the most beautiful people on the face of the planet. Mm-hmm. You just fucking said that, right? I don't think so. How about you take your makeup and you shove it up your ass? If he was an American, that's how we would say. It was so sure. he was so British. Up your bum. Up your bum. <laughs> Cheeky. Cheeky. Get it? Oh, because of bum. Get it? <laughs> Um, so, but I want to talk about this. So, so I went, I watched this movie. I'm, I'm just waiting. Now I'm waiting for the gay. Now I know he's gay. You're just sitting there waiting. But now, for now like, this little voice in the back of my head. Thanks, Alice, who I dearly love. Too much gay. Too, here's the voice. Mm-hmm. Too much gay. So I'm waiting for the gay. Give me the gay. <laughs> <laughs> just, I'm sitting on my couch waiting, waiting for some gay to show up. Waiting for the gayness. Yep. Just- and 
Give him the first reference. Well, well, there's a relationship with his friend, his guy friend in school. That they kind of flash back to because— A little bit. They didn't show him tonguing each other or anything, but they hung out. They were kind of close. Right, exactly. I I think the first mention was like most of the way through the movie. It was when him and and Keira Knightley had decided that they were going to uh, be—they get engaged— because she wanted to leave she said it's wrong for me to be single doing all these things her parents her parents said her parents said you You know you slut you can't be yeah you can't be around all these men and doing this and doing that and like and and, no you need to find a husband you need to come home and live with us and he goes well why don't we get married and then he takes a piece of string and proposing all that stupid shit and then at their like engagement party or whatever Right. Is when the other, the guy ended up being the Russian spy. Yes. The double agent. I kind of expect that. And you go, he says something like, um, Yeah, I I don't want to dance. What if I don't like her that way or something like that? He's like, Oh, do you find it tough to be uh, married to a woman and being a homosexual? Like, he's very. Or something. Fucking matter. He said said, women tend to find that a little offensive. (laughs) Or something like that. Women do tend to find that offensive. And you can see, like, Alan Turing turns to me like just kind of shocked like you know he's like, oh I had my suspicions yeah as she did too remember uh, that? of course yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and so I, uh, but they they were doing the proper British thing they were trying to still kind of do their work she probably knew he was gay I guarantee you she knew yeah I wonder if they you know you know I wonder if they you know in real life if they asking the tough questions I kind of I I kind of wonder. Maybe not. Or did maybe. they just get married because it looked better and they, and they kind of knew and then maybe she was off, you know, banging. Chicks? Some prompt. No. no. <laughs> she could have been off. Well, she could have. I don't mean chick. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I just You kind of, I don't really give it shit. But anyway, so I'm looking for the gay. So um, uh, then what's the other? Oh, then we suspect you're gay. So there were a few during the movie, but I guess. But that's part of the his life. It's kind of part of the big story about Alan Turing because it was illegal yeah. back then, and he had to keep it secret. So yeah, the big story was him with him was the Enigma Buster, and how smart he was. But there was this little side story that hey, he's gay and he's got to keep it secret, and now yeah. he's now he's getting in trouble for being gay. Yeah, years later, and then he commits years suicide after, eventually. Over yeah, the whole it, thing. And, and you know what's funny? It kind of mattered if you read up on that that. Um, for you know, forty years, fifty years, they thought that he uh, had committed suicide uh, because they found uh, the apple that it was partially eaten mm-hmm. and the traces of cyanide in the in the in his like in his flat or whatever. And they've, um, but then a few several years ago, in the like past ten years, they started doing a little more research into it and thinking maybe it was accidental. Yeah, because uh, he wasn't known for chemistry being his forte, but he liked to dabble in it. Right, you know his his. That was not his scientific forte, you know, at all. And I think maybe he might have accidentally poisoned himself because of certain accounts of people that were around him at the time. That yes, he was really depressed. Yes, that hormone therapy really made you know screwed his head all up. But he wasn't suicidal. Like they didn't think he was suicidal. True. Well, and near the near the end of the movie, you know, when when she comes back and she's married or remarried and. And, uh, you know, he was kind of, it's in the movie they portrayed where he was really struggling, yeah. you know, just emotionally with stuff because he was single and, 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 um, and he was questioning whether his life really mattered or how fucked up it was. And she says, you know, I, whatever she says, you know, I was in a train station in a small village come here to visit you that probably would not exist or exist because of you. Right. Exactly. You know, she was trying to, Hey dude, you're, you know, this is a big goddamn deal what you did for the country and you're sitting here feeling sorry. You know, she wasn't being hard on him. 
but trying to say your life matters. Right. You know, so whether you're gay or not. And they didn't have a gay conversation then either, I don't think. No, there was no it conversation about, about that. Like it so was, I'm going to, sorry, Alice, I'm going to say it wasn't too much gay going on. There was very little gay going on. That, but it was not a gay movie. It was not, it was. There was no, there was no. It was like 3% gay maybe. There was no, like I said, any special dancing like there was, you said. There was no. I would give it one out of 10 pink flamingos on the gay scale. Yeah. Like yeah. it. Like it didn't even ro- register on John Waters. He wasn't really fussy scale. with his hair, helping his cutting hair. He wasn't indiscriminately. Just there was nothing around. There was no. There was hardly any mention of it. Like it's a, the fact that I just. I wonder. It's, sorry, Alice. I. I've met you once, and yeah. I don't hold anything against you. I love you just as much as I could. <laughs> but I wonder if maybe you're a little sensitive to the gays. Maybe she just. Well. She is in Atlanta now. I think what it is, to be honest, here's I think what it is. I think there's a little bit, of, and Alice is kind of forward thinking with a lot of thing, areas. And she, she really is. I think, I think that, um, you know, she's older than I am, really, Paul. Is she? So she was married to your father. She's older than you. <laughs> Thank God. Oh God! I was just envisioning your dad bringing Alice home, and Alice, and you're like she's younger than me. You're like 13, and he's like and she's 11. This is, this is my child bride, Alice. <laughs> Dallas, Alice. Right, exactly. There you go. There's that song. <laughs> which, by the way, I need to talk to Leonard Interior. Speaking of which, is going to be my podcast coming up, and uh, about uh, learning that song, Willin. Which have taken about one and a half time, one time to listen to. It, <coughs> go, he probably, oh, I got this. You no, know, he probably already knows. No, he it. doesn't. I talked to him about it. He he'd never heard the song before. No, no, no he knows of Little Feet, and but but and I think he knows the song. But no, he he has never. He doesn't know the song. Oh, when you say he knows it. I think he mean knows it. Like knows how to play it. Yeah, no, he does not. He, yeah, I'm surprised. I'm, I'm really surprised that uh, Leonard. Uh, you know, for those of you, the five people that are now listening, uh-huh. he does our intro and outro music. Yep, the instrumentals. Which is really fantastic. It it's, really is. Felt really honored to have him uh, him do that, and he will be. We keep telling him he needs to come on, and we haven't talked to him in a while about this. But early on, he was going to, and we had a scheduling conflict. We tried it a few times, and it's like, all right, well, when it happens, it happens. But now we need to. Now we're talking about it. We need to. Now we, yeah, and we need maybe to hail get, him, and maybe he needs to get on here and play Willin. Oh, that would be fantastic. But uh, but I need fantastic. him to sing in a falsetto so he sounds like Linda Ronstadt. You, well, this, yeah, but she she. <laughs> She was cute too in her day. Uh, you know, honestly, I you think don't like I, her? I think I, I whoa. I'm sorry. I mean, you cut you I off. I was going to say I, I was would, about to hey, I hey would, don't be bagging on I uh, would probably still get intimate with her oh, even still. Oh yeah, even though yeah. she's infirm and probably incontinent and uh uh I want I wonder where she's living now. Like it's I really think she's it's, still in Arizona. I think yeah, I think she's probably down. She's probably some in really some really really nice uh assisted living facility uh in Tucson. Oh, probably well, the, there's a bunch of Tucson's nice got, ones. Well, like the my former neighbors across the street that are in that some that f- so ridiculously nice and expensive, like three thousand dollars a month or something it's like, like that. It's like we would go down there and go, "Fuck, I want to live here now." Yeah, no shit. I can't wait till I'm old and rich to where I can fucking live out my last three or four years there. Um, my aunt Marie and Uncle Charlie, they the ones that used to live uh, here in Kingman, mm-hmm. they when they moved uh, down to Tucson, they eventually they they sold their house and it it just got to the point where they couldn't take care of each other anymore. And they need extra help. They're still alive and they're still somewhat active. It's just like Uncle Charlie had uh, cancer and whatever. So they and they moved into this. They're Jewish and moved into a really nice Jewish. Uh, 
I, nursing home is a, is a bad word is is a bad term assisted for it. It's assisted it's an assisted living like care facility, but it was like landscaped and like meticulously landscaped. Meticulously landscaped. Um, they had like bingo every night and all this other shit. Like it was just, I remember going there a couple times when I was a kid, and I was just thinking, I I kind of want to live here. Probably like cards, it was a, cards it was, against humanity for them of the four. Oh yeah, I bet they, oh my god, you imagine? Yeah. Mm. Anyway, so, so I think I think Alice was. I think that only the real. I think the deal is this: she's a little bit older, and I think that regardless of how forward thinking she is, unless she's really on the leading edge, I think it's just like ah, you know, we don't. Do we have to talk about the gay? He just did this. He was a computer guy, and well, yeah, he did it a little bit. And I think that for whatever level it was, she liked the movie. Good. I hope so. She just goes, oh, I wasn't talking about gay too much. Well, Anyways, the thing is, that's there. part of his story, though. Like it's, it is. Because it's, it, it, it's part of the, it's, it's kind of part of his tragic story. Yeah. It, 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 and he contributed so much to, not and not just like winning the war, you know. He can, yeah. contributed, like we wouldn't have iPhones, you know. We don't have, like the, just the whole microcomputer, yeah. just the, oh, yeah. the algorithms that he invented, we the can, shit can, that he. All of it, because it all connected. I wonder if he was in Roswell. There was a Roswell. show called something like Connections. I think that's what it was. It was a British guy. It was on BBC for a while. It was it was for a few seasons here. It was something like it was called Connections, and it was kind of like that. How these weird little threads through history, you know, how is the peanut related to the jet engine? Oh, I see what you're saying. Or something saying. like that, and yeah. they would say, on connections. And then they would have this weird whatever it was. I mean, I think it was called something like that. But And probably learning tons of things along the way. Yeah, it's really, really a fascinating... Um, oh, but did you... And, and we're probably going to cut out here pretty soon. I'm just guessing it's getting a little bit late. But uh, I just thought I'd throw that out. You know, I'm, I'm happy with talking. Mm. What do you want to do? Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Um, did you see the movie... The newer-ish movie, Steve Jobs, you know the one where he showed him at the, at the um, with the German guy. Uh, yeah, the it's on. I think it's on it's either Netflix or HBO Go now. The newer. What the fuck is that guy's name? I don't know. I cannot for the life of me think. But of it, his it's name. all done with, with the opening or or the, or the the showing of their new product. You know, it's like three different ones. I didn't think I'd like it. I really liked it. Speaking of Alan Turing, though, I didn't know this. Maybe you know. You probably know this. But they were doing a product launch, and there was a media guy there backstage, and they saw a big saw a big photograph of Alan Turing. You know, big you know how they do it, mm-hmm. the, the yeah. things everywhere. And he goes, "Hey, who's that?" He goes, "That's Alan Turing." Everybody know who he is. You know, it ought to be in schools. And he really, no, oh, I didn't know that. And he goes, "Is he could be on the new ad campaign?" And he goes, "Well, now he's not. Why not? Well, because you didn't know you know who he was. So screw it. I'm not going to do it." Or was it weird like that? And then, I do remember that. Yeah, okay, and yeah, then yeah. and then in the little bit later on, five minutes later, the the media guy does a little research on Turing, learns he's gay, and learns about cyanide, and learns about the apple, and then he goes, "The apple." He goes, "Your rainbow apple with a bite taken out of it is a is a ode to Alan Turing," and he goes. No, nope, but it would have been awesome if it was, right? Yeah, I so do. I, still, I, I still remember wonder that. If it now, was, though, no, really. it was Newton. It was because their their first. But the um, rainbow was Newton. Oh, Newton was kind of a. Oh my God, Newton wasn't he? If you look at Apple's first, their first logo had Newton holding an apple. Oh, that's with a bite right. taken out of it, and it was that was. But their, wasn't he considered yeah. to be gay or asexual? He was asexual. Who the fuck? Oh. 
I, I was really trying not to rehash anything that Rogan and, and, and Duncan Trussell yes, talked about sir. when I listened to their yeah. podcast today, but they did talk about uh, Newton. I think that most scholars agree that he was predominantly asexual and just was married to science. Like that was okay. kind of like Tesla, but most of those guys but that were... But this is a rainbow apple. Yes, it was a rainbow apple, but I don't think rainbow... I don't think the rainbow diversity symbol it existed until probably the mid-80s, I think. I'm not sure... Even if it didn't, uh, so, isn't that interestingly fascinating, though, how Turing and the rainbow apple and the it, bite out of the apple? Like Steve and he Jobs the Turing said. Thing, it's all kind of, what the fuck? In Jobs' all? autobiography, he touches on that, like that in, in interaction from that movie, which it, it's, you know, in the in the span of three or four years, there were two Steve Jobs biopics, and, and one of them was Ashton Kutcher. And Ashton Kutcher, great actor. Like, I really dig the guy. I've actually met him, he's a cool guy. But God damn it, the the one that came out last year, I guess maybe last year, year before, was so much better with the. Yep. What the fuck is his I name? Ah, I gotta look. Go. Him. I gotta fucking. Speaking I gotta of Jobs, look, go gotta, back to his phone. I gotta look it up. What was it? Just called Jobs? No, it's called Steve Jobs. It was just. It was called Steve Jobs. The first one with Kutcher, I think, was called Jobs. Pretty sure. I, I for the life of me cannot remember his name, and it and it, it was last year, Michael Fossbender. That's his name. Yeah, I, rem- I, I remember them. I remember reading about that interaction uh, and him saying, it would have been a lot better if it was. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Waz being the hoo 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 Right. And being, oh, yeah, I really wish you would have thought about that. Like, that's not that's not what they were thinking. Yeah. Unfortunately. It's so fascinating how it kind of came together. But, yeah, the first movie was, yeah, whatever. This one's much better. Like, he's, I think there's going to be another one coming out. Because I'll bet you people are going to go, you know what, those movies, we can do it even better. Someone's going to have the idea. Somebody's going to do it. That they can do it better, right. and whether it is or not, who knows. But i got a feeling the one's going to come out. I'm just saying. It's like there's a, like five or six Hollywood-made movies about, uh, who's the Red Baron? I can't remember his name. Uh, Eric Von Richthofen. There you go. I fucking knew that you would You know that. But you weren't sure if it was Wilbur or Orville Wright that flew with, <laughs> that flew with Howard Hughes on the on a was con- it Eric was, it, was, it was on Eric a Von I think it was Von Richthofen uh, Rick, you know, whatever I think it was Eric Von Richthofen but you right. fucking Nazi and you <laughs> I know I don't know yeah but it, so it's that, easy to get Wilbur and Orville Wright confused because there's not a lot documented about them I will throw that out there and that is fascinating you know, it, it actually I think there was an, an earlier there ought to really be a properly done movie about that whole thing. A real movie, more new about the Wright brothers. Yeah, I know there were there were other, but there ought to be a newer ish one. I f- I don't know of a single movie about I, that. I think I recall of something back in the fifties or sixties, not seeing it in the theater, but I, I for right. some reason I thought I read it or saw a thing. Oh, and the movie about the rights, and it was really shittily done or something. Yeah, I think. well, I still think that they're just. It would be hard to do a movie about them because. We don't know anything about them. They didn't right. marry. They didn't have kids. They didn't have that. So that whole dra- drama, like dynamic, is gone. Can't interview their they neighbors. Did, yeah, yeah, right. It, <laughs> nothing, they, they didn't fucking do anything except invent controlled flight or perfect. Well, they didn't even really perfect it. They got they, it. They, they got they it going. Flew. They got it going. They made it happen. You know, it, it, if anything, you write more about uh, their experiences with barbecue in North Carolina. That's it. Are we done? Are you done? No, I'm not Are done. Okay? I could go. I could go all night. I know you could. Oh, can you? <laughs> Eric Eric von Richthofen was it or was it Rick von Eric Toven? I don't know. It's, it's, it's I think it's, it's Eric von Richthofen. I von, know von Richthofen. 
I'm just going to Google Red Baron. It's going to come up with fucking pizza. I know it. <laughs> There's no question. This is it for Manfred von Richthofen? Tofen. Manfred? Manfred. Manfred Albrecht Friar von Richthofen. Manfred. Mm hmm. I wonder who Eric von Richthofen was. His, Probably his brother. His brother, the nephew. Black Baron. Probably could probably not a very good pilot. I'm thinking Eric. I have no idea. Hmm. Ah, you know what's funny? Nope. He's Polish. Kinda. He was born in <laughs> <laughs> He was born in Kleinberg, German Empire, eighteen ninety two, but that's now uh Vroclaw. Oh now Poland. Yeah. And died in nineteen eighteen at twenty five years old. Yeah, he was shot France. accidentally. By that, someone on the ground, they think. Oh, oh, like a friendly fire kind of thing. He, well, not friendly. I don't. Th there's some. There are different theories. He was just he had all these dogfights and all these kills and all this shit. But he was kind of flying along, doody doody do, somewhere near a trench or someone's farmhouse or some goddamn thing. And they think, I think they think it might have been even a stray bullet from people. Yeah. And there he goes, and boom, and then a bonk, and no one really knows where this. I don't think they know where this bullet came from. And he's dead. Wow. Yeah. It's funny because I called you a Nazi for knowing that, but that was predates the Nazis by like 20 yeah, years. But Sorry about that. In spirit, they were ready to go. <laughs> in spirit, they were ready to go. <laughs> and technically, he was Polish and killed in France. Bummer. Psalm. Very, very Europe. Speaking of, did you know that there's still guys? Uh, we, we've talked about Band of Brothers before. Mm -hmm. I watched a YouTube video last night. YouTube, uh, YouTube, yeah, yeah, on? yeah. It was hello, hello. <laughs> no, it was not. Oh, YouTube. I was wearing I, I, YouTube. I, I didn't wear glasses inside. Mm -hmm. uh, did you, Edge checking the edge? Uh, the edge is phenomenal. Mm. You were edging last night. I was. <laughs> I was edging. <laughs> oh God damn it! Sorry, Porsche. <laughs> <laughs> every, every time I feel like uh, I have to apologize to Portia on every episode of this because of shit that I say kind of like uh, Carol Burnett uh, tugging at her ear if she has kids they're going to be like 911 914 944 oh I'm like 911 like no, a, no, 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 no. a giant national tragedy <laughs> <laughs> oh my god sorry Portia <laughs> I had I wasn't thinking of that at all. No, I don't think so. No. I don't I don't think so. I love her name. I hope so. I think I it's a great name that you picked out. I just thought I didn't pick it you, out. You start pooping I, out some I, kids. I did not pick it out. That was my ex wife that picked it out. No. Actually it wasn't even her. She just agreed to it. It was uh I think it was Linda's friend Jennifer. Because you had to sell your portion. Hey, you don't name your portion. I, I wasn't even there. It was at uh, a baby shower. And really? uh, also Yeah, I wasn't even around and had she you guys came, been throwing around some names no we weren't even throwing around girls names really you know she's like, no because oh, we, baby yes, we, yeah she had a baby shower that works okay. and uh no that because it's all boys in my family i just kind of assumed that we were having a boy mm -hmm. and uh i already had that name picked out i mean it was already ready to go and never really thought about girls names until what was the name the boy name uh ian joseph ian uh ian denoyer was a good friend of mine from little kids all the way through boy scouts and he was killed in a car accident when mm -hmm. we were 16 Okay. And uh, I always like the name Ian anyway. Sure. And then uh, my family tradition is to 
uh, all the boys take the their middle names. Uh, their father, my middle name's Charles. Okay. My brother's Thomas, makes, uh, Thomas, and all that. Pocket, sure. So um, it was going to be Ian Joseph, and then uh, yeah, uh, I think it was a baby shower. I'm fairly certain it was a baby shower. That it was. I know it was a it was a group of Lynn and her friends getting together, and uh, I guess the the way the story goes is going back a ways. But uh, like somebody said, well, what about Portia? You know, Joe loves his car. It's a good. It's a pretty. You know, girl's name, and what do you think about that? And she's like, oh, she and she ran it by me, and I'm like, everyone's gonna think I fucking picked that out. Uh-huh. And she's like, well, just tell them that you didn't. And I didn't have a problem with it, and I couldn't. We couldn't come up with anything uh, else. I do know that it's very unique. It's not one of these names like one whatever. One would think, but I think there's off. like three other Porsches in the Kingman School District. No which shit. Is, yeah, I'm pretty sure there is. Yeah, because I don't think there's one that's spelled like Ferdinand Porsches. Uh-huh last name they're um uh porsche like like more merchant of venice p-o-r-t-i-a oh and i that. think there might be another oh, one i think okay. somebody might i think she told me that there's some girls like it's it's p-o-r-s-h-a or some stupid shit like that wow. like porsche ah and i'm like well the only way it would be like worse than that would be like p-o-r-s-h-u-h like porsche uh <laughs> that's the only that's the only thing that would be worse than spelling with an A at the end, I think. Oh my god. It's so stupid sounding. But anyway, yeah, no, it's a, a I forgot this is so funny. I forgot all about the T I A ending of a Porsche name. Yeah, like and Porsche de Rossi like that, and, but I never yeah. even thought of that. Oh my god, that's bad. But I like I like her name is the car. Yeah. I think she does cool. too. She digs yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. I think. I mean I hope she doesn't like turn eighteen and be like, oh fuck oh, you guys and change right. her name to like Linda Jr. or something or you know, or uh, amalgama, Amal- amalgama. I think her mom. I remember a conversation her mom and I had a long time ago about naming Portia Millicent, either Millicent or Maleficent. I can never remember which one was one of her favorite, um, like names. Cause it, from it's from uh, uh, Sleeping Beauty, I think was the oh the villain. Uh, Is it Maleficent? Is that her name? You know that are damn close. Oh my god! I just remember thinking that okay. is not a good name for a girl. No. It's a cool sounding name, but yes. all I can all I can think of is all the ways you can make fun of it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I, I guess that, and I think that kind of comes from like my mom trying to. Uh, I think Sean, the baby brother, was going to be uh, Jacob. She wanted the name Jacob. She liked the names Joseph, Elijah, and Jacob, and. Uh, my stepdad was like, absolutely fucking not, because people are going to call him Jake, and then I'll have to punch him in the face. I don't like the name Jake. I don't like, I'm like, yeah, I remember uh, them having that conversation. I was like 10 or whatever, or nine. And uh, so then, like, in my head, I'm thinking, wow, Maleficent, Mal, Mal, like all the stupid shit that you can do. There's really not too much you can do with Joe or Paul. You know what I mean? Like the. Sure. Um, but yeah. Porsche. I'm gonna play with this person and see if they uh, go. Not much, just hanging out. Are you gonna? What are, are you doing? Are you gonna? Yeah. Let's see if I can uh, get him on the hook here. Yeah. They ask him, "Oh, what are you up to tonight?" And then just kind of get filthy from there. Not too much for me. Just took a Cialis. Do you want to hang out? <laughs> what are you up to? Then they'll see if they go. Are you? Yeah. What's the other? What are you up to? Fine. I thought your phone was at home, so I'm thinking. Well, this is a iPad, Joe. I oh, I thought I thought that was a Samsung uh, Note Seven. 
No, and um, get it. And this. Well, you're using iMessage. Yeah. Right? Well, okay. Well, here's the thing. I gotta think about this for a second. Oh God, he's gonna hurt himself. Wait a minute. This has nothing to do with this, but this iPad has its own phone number. Oh. Oh. Okay. But that's not what we're iMessaging on. Not this phone number. I don't even know what this phone number is. I have to have to go into it, and look at it. Right. Because I, I you can use it using on using the. Of phone. course. So it has three G or LTE or right, whatever. So there's yeah. all that you can see that there. Plus we're on we're on um. Mm-hmm. Ronum. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's it called? A oh, Wi-Fi. What they call that? The Wi-Fi. You ever heard of the Wi-Fi? The Wi-Fi. Yeah, you can. Um, you can look at porn, right? Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> throw on Wi-Fi. But this phone is uh, what do you want to call it? Uh, Remoraed to the uh, to my. I mean, this iPad to huh? my to my other phone. Got it. What what, what is that called when they're when they're linked? They're synced. They're they're something. I think synced is a. Good enough term. This this iPad. Okay. I can communicate at the same time. It's instant. Yeah, I can see my phone here. I can do it. It's all. If I use it's my phone, it's all interconnected. Here, I do, it's all. Got yeah. it. Okay. So this is tied into that. So now we're on Wi-Fi. See, I thought you were only ta- uh, talking through iMessage, and then I see the green over there, which means they are riding the short bus and they have a, an yep. Android phone. Or they haven't turned on their iMessage on their iPhone, which happens to a lot of people for which many is many months. Even worse. I'm going, Don't you have than- an iPhone? Yeah. How do you know? Because I saw you. Well, why aren't you? How come your iMessage is not turned on? What are you talking mm-hmm. about? How do I know? Oh, my God. Those are the people that deserve to have flip phones. Well, so I don't know who that is. No, I don't know. Not too Timmy, much for me. Timmy did that shit to me the oh, other there day. there we go. Oh, what is it? Nothing. Tried to have dinner at Marina's, which is going to be Matina's, but they were closed. Tried the damn bar, but it was awful. Hmm. Martinez is not closed yet. What well, says Marinas? Okay, do you mean Martinez? It's two T's, right? Yes. Well, I'll tell you what. I think we should. Uh... But they were close. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, a lot of silence, folks. I'm a lot sure. of silence I'm here. While Paul, we, Marina's, Martinez. Now they're. We talked about conspiracy theories. We talked about Alan Turing. We'll talk about lots of mysteries on the show. And I think we should leave these folks with a little bit of a mystery. We have no idea who is on the other end of this conversation. Maybe we'll update this um, on the next podcast. We'll have to come back. We're going to solve this mystery. We're going to get uh, some Sherlock action going on. Figure yep. it out. Nothing yet. All right, so there's that. All right, well, it's been a cartoon casual, no episode. We we are nope. not going to keep track. We don't care. I don't think. Don't I really don't care. Not going to count. All right, y'all have a good one. Good night, y'all.